And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Friday! Wow. Thank you. Wow. I've been working on that. Got you into the Red Bull today. <laughs> that's right. No, I don't have Red Bull. I don't drink Red Bull. Red Bull's bad. I don't drink Red Bull. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Monster, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, if either Red Bull or Monster wants to sponsor us. Yeah, sure. Come on over. Yeah. I'll drink it. I'll drink it all day. I got no problem with that. <laughs> Just... Sound like the squirrel off hoodwinked. <laughs> oh, settle down, Beavis. All right, butthead. Oh, you see how that works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with seeing red. Okay. Oh, wait. This is Flashback Fridays. Yeah. I'm Rob. I'm Mike. There's Christina. Hi, Christina. Oh, she's waking up. She doesn't like us. Waking up at night? Yes. Is it night? It's flashbacking at night. Oh, it's at night. She's just getting ready for bed. <laughs> I throw that curtain back every chance I get, don't I? All all episodes that we've done so far. Yeah. That the cur- we may as well just take those damn curtains down or install blinds. Shh. That would be easier, wouldn't yeah, it? It would be. Okay. Let's do blinds. Yeah. We'll look for some while we do this podcast. Absolutely. Our first episode that we're flashing back to yeah. is Seeing Red number 11, Family Ties. Okay. This week, Rebecca, Aaron, and Dave are joined with Dave and Rebecca's mom and Dave's wife for a post-Super Bowl podcast. Oh, yeah, you can tell this was recorded March in 2013. Cool. Uh, enjoy a real, candid, and entertaining family gathering. Nice. I now, my own family. Why would I listen to someone else's? Do you remember mm. when you finally learned what R.E.D.? I was giggly. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> okay, I was just making sure you have retained that. Yes, that's that one of those things that's stuck in there. I don't know what I had for breakfast today, but <laughs> I remember what R.E.D. stands for. <laughs> Okay, here it comes, number 11. <laughs> hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. I'm Mary Nolich. And we have a very special guest today. <laughs> Actually, we have two special guests, but one refuses to be on mic. <laughs> and I'm Debbie, the mother. A- and a.k.a. mom. <laughs> today is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh... For all you California fans, including myself, we faced the defeat from the Baltimore Ravens. That was kind of depressing. You shall never. For the first time in NFL history, the 49ers loses a freaking Super Bowl. And just to let you listeners know, we will be self-editing because Mom is here, so we won't be dropping no f bombs or. We'll we'll try to keep it as tame as possible as she's crossing her arms and giving me a dirty look. As I see out of my peripheral vision. Yeah, the eyebrows. <coughs> Speaking of mom, uh, interesting enough, okay, to tell a quick backstory, folks. My mom and my biological father um, separated how many years ago? When you were about three. So, roughly 33, 33 years ago. Okay, so they split. Um, mom met my dad um well my stepdad but i call him my dad which is rebecca's actual dad 
And so for the last, how many years has it been since you've actually talked to my sperm donor, for lack of a better word? Probably 20 years. And then, <clears throat> surprisingly tonight, a wild bug got up her butt and she called the poor man, got him all thrilled, made his day though. And that was very odd for me to hear my parents actually speaking. You know, my biological yeah. parents speaking. Very weird. Yeah. And then after I got the phone, that's all he wanted to talk about. That's my wife again in the background laughing. She's being a little loopy. Better <laughs> watch your tongue, boy. Just a little tackle your ass. You tried this on. Hey, no. hey, hey. These don't match my complexion. <laughs> so that was kind of odd for you to talk to him. What was it like? You're an asshole. You never paid me child support, you son of a bitch. No. Um, you had a good dad that took care of you. He provided for us. He provided for you. As, he treated you as he, you were his son. I can honestly say that I was very blessed when I met Randy because he never treated you any different. And I'm sure I've mentioned this on one of our shows before, that my dad passed away uh, July of 2011. I'm almost 100% positive I've mentioned this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... So you called David. So yeah, you called David. Well, I don't hate him anymore. Anymore. So, you know, I, I, got, I got over that. Well, if you'd have been married to him, you would have understood. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's a womanizer, a beater. Excuse me, shouldn't say all this stuff. But you know what? No, I forgave him. Right. You know, I forgave him and I just went on. And I, I know that he had a lot of health problems. And I was just, I don't want to say concerned, but maybe curious or just... Morbidly curious? I don't know. You know, I really don't know why. God, I'm just... Disturbed right now. Why? <laughs> don't worry. I don't want to marry the man. I'm thinking of all these scenarios in my head. And it's just, no. If you had a million dollars, you could be worried. You know, as she's talking, I'm thinking about the background music that I'm going to play. I think I'm going to, I have that electric horn background music. Yeah. The ju -ju 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 <laughs> I think I'm going to put that in the background. So, to all our surprise, he is alive. And. Day was made. He was super excited about talking to you. Actually, you were oh, hot. No, I'm so hot. Yeah, wow. You know, yeah, are you okay. hot? You know, I'm six, seven years old. Are you hot? <laughs> what do you look like, woman? You a hot? You a hot mama? <laughs> I said, I know. Am I, Rebecca? <laughs> sure, compared, I'm sure probably in his eyes you'd be hot. Shut up there. I am a hot mama. So that's okay. We can. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, what what was the conversation? What was the... Oh, he just told me that he knew he was an ass and it was his fault that we got divorced. And I agreed with him. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know that. Well, <laughs> never got over you. Should ne I should have never let you go. And I'm like, hey, that's... <clears throat> like I told him, that's the past. And you can't change the past. Now, I spoke to him, too. And one of the hardest things that I had was getting past his deep southern accent. Was that hard for you? No, because he always sounds the same to me. Really? Yeah. 
to me, it sounded like this, and he, he kind of started world. <coughs> and it was like, bada bong, 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 bong. Yeah. I, 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 I was having a hard time. You have to realize he came from Arkansas when I met him, so he already had that accent. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Ooh, okay, <laughs> yes. listeners, now we're going to get down some. Yes. He came from Arkansas? Yes. Explain. You don't want to know. <laughs> was he smuggled across the states? Jeez. No. That's where he lived. With his other wife. What? <laughs> I didn't know all this did, stuff. Did you hear I'm all saying... the listeners just kind of like told me? <laughs> <laughs> With his other wife. That's what I said. But I didn't know because I was stupid. You know? He was naive at the time. So he's Mormon. Yeah. He had more than one boy. <laughs> was he so... He was divorced or would you guys get married, right? I hope so. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't have been in trouble. He'd have been the bigamist, not me. No, polygamist. Polygamist. Whatever that mist is, it wasn't me. Yeah, because he must have missed you, huh? Oh, yeah. He tried to get me to run away with him. <laughs> yeah, she's pregnant with me. Yeah, he begged me to run. I told him, I said, are you nuts? I said, do you know my husband would kill you if, if he knew I was having this conversation? Yeah, he's a pretty big guy, isn't he? I said, yeah, he is. Six foot seven, 350 pounds. He'd kill you real easy. Yeah, but you sure you don't want to run away with me? <laughs> I said, well, you take me back there and either chain me up or kill me. No, thank you. And put lotion on its skin. You and put it in the basket. basket. Or you, it gets, not you, it's, it was only it. Yeah. Or it gets rubber hose. You know that's Silence right. of yeah, the lamb. Buffalo Bob or Bill or whatever. Buffalo Bill. Yeah, I, I can kind of see the similarity. And yes, this is the actual father. No, I don't want to say father. That's kind of a strong one. He's not your father. He, he's your Biological sponge, sperm donor. Yeah, basically, Randy was your father. Randy raised you. On a, a quick note, is there going to be a double wedding in the future? Hell no. Mother and daughter. <laughs> And then I'll go and get online and see if we can get Jerry Springer to show up and do, you know, ordain. Hey, if you can get a million dollars life insurance policy, anything's possible. But in his condition, I doubt it, so you can forget it. In his condition, he probably already has that. Oh, man. <laughs> life insurance policy. <laughs> he owes me at least a million dollars. No alimony, no child support. I took care of you before I met Randy. I've always gotten out, worked, and take care of my kids. Always. And since this is probably possibly the first and last time that we're we're gonna have an opportunity to have mom here with both her kids, what is it like for you to have <laughs> two creative kids? Does having two grandchildren make you feel old? That was my next question. No. I don't feel old at all. That's not what you said about the trainer. Oh, gee, I'm too young to be a trainer. You know what? The sexy voice in the background is my wife, by the way, folks. Um. (laughs) She's waving. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say they must get it from my side of the family. Because when I was a kid, I used to sit down to make up these scary stories. People love for me to babysit. So I went to my babysitter when we'd go into the room and turn off all the lights. And I would make up all these scary... Scary, scary stories. I was pretty good at it. 
So they <laughs> love this one. They always want me to come back. But uh, ever since, we'll see, when you were 11 years old, he started writing. Okay. And I'm sure he still has some stories from back then. No. No? You don't have it. No. You're lying to me. No. Because you what happened? Oh, you, I threw it away? He did. Oh, at my house. Oh, I started to say, wait a minute, I didn't throw, I don't throw yeah, nothing I away. We know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I've always been proud of my kids, and they're both very talented. They really are. So I'm sure they must have got it from me. That's right, they're sexy, and they know. They must, I'm sure they got it from me. Sure, the hell did they get there from their daddies? I was gonna say the sexiness or the creative. <laughs> Both. Well, well. well. <laughs> let's not start no family feuds now. Um, yeah, that, that kind of, and that's the return of little Zoe in the background. I'm sure you all can hear her laughing. We got together, like I said earlier, it was Super uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, Lacey made homemade tacos, which she she just does really an good. unbelievable Steak job. And homemade everything. And uh, you know, me being the opportunist I am, I'm like, well, you came in, you ate <coughs> food, you drank my soda, you ate my ice cream, you're gonna podcast. So I, I think uh, this kind of fell into the right. Even though everybody's kind of itching to get out of here, I, I kind of feel the tension right We're now. We're gonna play bingo. <laughs> Baby, me a bitch. <laughs> okay, um, with you, Becca. <laughs> your uh, what is the contest? Isn't that coming up here soon? What's an update? It's the twelfth. It's the twelfth. Twelfth. Do you have any <laughs> anything any designs? <laughs> Shut up. Um. Well, I can't do anything because Stephanie was born this weekend and she didn't. She went to the movie, so I'm I'm gonna probably wait till last minute. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Mm -hmm. It's not my fault. I can't practice when I have a canvas. Yeah, See, that, that's just, it, it's such a common thing. It's, it's such a common practice, folks. In private, when I do something like that, I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a Rebecca. Because it just wait the last minute and hey! you get everything done. But you know what? You get an A. You get an A, okay? I may wait till the last minute, but I still get my A. Yeah, <laughs> That's I guess what happened when you put a mic in front of her. She's in my toenail, they're daggers. She's mean, they're not daggers. No, she hasn't seen daggers until mine grow up. How wings. No. No, but she'll pinch the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, I do the monkey toes. <laughs> she will. Because, like, how could anybody do that with their feet? Yeah, she did. Lacey did. Like, how can anybody pinch like that? I don't know. Does he have thumbs yet? for toes? Have we yeah. been here long enough? <laughs> no. no. Sorry. I'm trying to get that. In fact, I'm this. trying to think of more questions for you. So, uh, let, let's, let's just make this a little bit amusing. Since you're single now, yeah. let's tell us about yourself. <laughs> so, about it. Uh, what do you want to know about me? Imagine it's back in the 70s and it's the dating game. You were a little... 
If I was back in the 70s and the dating games, I was hot. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was hot. Nice Let me say I was one good looking woman. I was thin, blonde. I was beautiful. 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 But all good things have to come to an end. What? You know, all good things have to come to an end. Pretty conceited. That's why being Kevin, we're 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 not conceited. We're egotistical. Yes, we are. I admit that. It's because of mom. Mom's like, I'm this and I'm that. So we're like, I'm this and I'm that. We got it from her. I know we did. I do. <laughs> now you used to be a stage actress, right? Right. I did plays. plays and stuff. Yeah, I did plays and stuff. Yeah. And musicals. Yeah. Now what? I mean, was that something that you wanted to do, like, in the future, or? Well, you put, no, what you have to realize that when I was a kid, I was very, very timid. I was almost six foot tall, bigger than the, taller than the boys, but I was very, very timid, and up until probably my, didn't know I could sing either, uh, up until about in my sophomore year. I started getting into choir and different things, and then I got into like the they called them magicals back then, you know, the special singers and stuff like right. that. And then I got into acting and singing and all this kind of stuff. So, becoming an actor, becoming a professional actor, never. Oh well, when I was young, yeah. When I was a kid, you know, we all have dreams, but I, you know, I was raised in church, so that wasn't something that we were taught to think about, or you know. Or want, but I mean, I enjoyed it when I was young. So what happened to me? Because I was raised in church, and that that was like, as soon as I had a goal, and I knew, other than being a professional wrestler, <laughs> you know, other than being a professional wrestler, I knew I wanted to be a writer, and that was it. I was like stuck on it, and here I am, all these years later, thirty six years old, and I'm still, you know, working towards becoming a writer. What? what? Because that's who you are. We all we're. Okay, I'm 35 almost. I mean, we're all who we are. I mean, I chose to follow, uh, what, for about four or five years, I was in a Christian singing group. I went out with my friends. We used to go to Hispanic churches and sing, and my friend would sit there and interpret what they're saying. You know, I, I got pretty good there for a while. I kind of knew what they were saying. I mean, that's what I chose to do. That was my dream, you know. I, You know, look how many people I've taken in off the street. Look how many kids I've raised that aren't mine. Right. That's just my personality. <laughs> Well, see, yeah. that, and that's what I'm trying to get towards, and I know, you know, Rebecca and Aaron are, are really, for the most part, being quiet for this episode, and I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> not being mean, I'm just saying because I'm not talking that much either of you guys. My wife being an antagonist. So that's what I was trying to find out, is, was there something like that even you know before or after i was born that you had a goal you know like me being a writer a dream basically yeah a dream that you just well you were very shy and timid too and i remember you were about well, how old were you when we took you to go see randy savage macho randy savage what was his name macho man randy the savage, savage. Oh, at, yeah. at, at the san Bernardino orange uh, county 
No, it's an orange show. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even think today. I'm sorry. San Bernardino County Orange Show. Mm -hmm. yeah, and Rebecca was two or one. If she was one, then I was 12. I was Jaden's age. Yeah, so remember Donnie and his girlfriend took us? Yeah. They paid for us to go? Yeah. yeah. A little backstory, and I, I've never actually talked about this in public, but I figured since, you know, humiliating mom, I think humiliating sure, myself. Sure, why not? Um, before I realized that I was a writer, for many, 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 many years, my goal, my dream was to be a professional wrestler. wrestler. That was yeah. after you wanted to be Superman. Well, yeah, he used to wear, he used to have, he, okay, he would go, yeah, <laughs> baby, here he comes! Okay, I bought him a pair uh, of Superman pajamas, but it had a red cape, okay? <laughs> And he wanted to wear this red cape everywhere he went, and I Jesus told him he ran. couldn't. So what he did was, he hid it underneath of his shirt and wore it to school. That was so funny. He, he had to wear it. He had to wear that. <laughs> yeah, you know, kids have all different things. Well, his was Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. And hmm. when, how old were about 11 years old? When was, how old were you when you taught Rebecca how to do all these holes, and she'd come jump on you and fly? When you were your bed? About 11. Yeah. They yeah. broke your bed? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't break your bed. I, I was a very... He broke I, I mean, we talked about wrestling, you know, here in the past episodes, but I was a very avid, passionate fan. Yes. Yes, it is fake. It's fake. Yes. We know it's We fake. know that. You never asked me what your dream was. You ever had yeah, a dream? Yeah, you totally bypassed You know what? Question. My dream? My dream? I younger, had fulfilled you my go, dream. When you're younger, when you're young, you never had a dream. I wanted to be Barbies. a famous singer. I wanted to be a famous singer. But it, but you see, I could never sing in a bar. I could never sing anywhere other than church because I just felt wrong. I felt wrong because I felt like God had given me. Huh? Yeah, but look what Whitney Houston ended up. Yeah, but that was her choice to take that. That's what I'm saying. That wasn't, I just couldn't. You know, I, I've always sung in church or, you know, like plays and stuff like that. I've done that. I felt that was fine. But if I said I had a dream, I don't have a dream. I've fulfilled my dream. You know, I had my family. I've had my life. So would you have waited to have your oldest son? No. I I thank God for the children that I have. You said oldest. There's another son. Yes. I don't know about. Well, there's a stepson who's MIA. Yeah. I don't think we've even ever mentioned him. I'll make sure we would. We want to go down that avenue. We went into depth about him. <laughs> um, okay, who wants to explain that one? <laughs> okay. Um, mom coming from her previous marriage with me as her only son. And Randy, who ended up being my stepdad, he had a son from a previous marriage. Well, yeah, but I'm for the listeners, so they don't get confused. Um, and we were four years old. No, yeah, but he was only like three and a half and you were four. You're six months older than him. Right. So for all these years, I mean, I don't consider him my stepbrother. Even no, though I we mean, don't have no contact, right, I still consider him. You feel like he's him. your brother. So, um, he's, he's a recluse. Is, is, I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, I don't know. He doesn't. He likes to be alone. 
We'll just go with that. He likes to be alone, be with himself, and, and live his own life. Otherwise, he needs some confrontation when he's run a lot of people. I don't know, because he was in a lot of trouble. He has a he girlfriend to... now, and yeah. I messaged her on Facebook, and she ignored me. I, I don't know what I he's mad about. Yeah. I don't know what he's mad about. I haven't done anything to him. He was angry with me because he wanted something of your father's. And he got it. He got it, but I just, he also needs to understand, but I couldn't turn loose of it. You need to go through your grieving period. Yeah. You just lost your husband. You need to go through your grieving period before you start dealing on his stuff. And I just couldn't turn loose of it. Only and because if he's I didn't not going to be <laughs> understanding of that, that's his loss because that's not fair. Yes, that's his father. You were also his wife. Longer than. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you actually think about you it. You can visualize him wearing the jewelry, the hat, the whatever. Yeah. That's know. why I couldn't turn loose of it because I, I would see Randy wearing that. I would see him wearing that watch. I just couldn't turn loose of it. And what had, and, and I kept on saying, I just couldn't. And Rebecca knows. And if he wasn't such an asshole, he would have contact with his father. But no, we're going to get into pissy over money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I don't have any hard feelings against him. I don't know what his problem is. He has a family here. He has a brother and a sister and a niece and a nephew and then a future, you know, brother-in-law. I don't know what his I problem is. I love my brother, but I try to talk to him, but he doesn't want to talk to us so well. I was, gonna, you know? I was trying to get hold of him to invite him to my wedding, but right. I'm still going to call his mom's house and leave a message to him. I'm getting married. I'd like him to come. I'd like I him to call you, me. I asked you, I think she goes, she doesn't want to Oh, and so if... Oh, okay. And if... Uh, he doesn't mess me back, and I know his answer, so that's his problem. Well, let's shift a little bit towards you and Aaron. Uh, since you brought it up, let's, let's find out what our, our weekly status quo is right now with the wedding. Where are you guys at? I know you guys are looking she at She found the dress, and she said yes! Oh my god. Um, nothing. Um, we have a place picked out. Oh, we... see, I didn't know this. You have a place? Shalomar. Are you guys over here? Yeah. I'm about to get there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. This face is so red. <laughs> we, yeah. got, we got married at Shalomar. Yeah, we're, we're going to get married at Shalomar. I didn't know that. It's a lot bigger than the other places I saw. And it holds like 10 extra people than the other places. And it's only $10 more to get a limo. So. Oh, right on. I so want that limo. I want that limo. Uh, I don't I care. take that limo straight to the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Limo driver. <laughs> I don't think the limo uh, service was available during our time. Yeah, they have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of extra stuff on their packages. I'm sure they probably didn't have the time you guys got married, but. You get to ride one now. And they, <laughs> they can't. Someone's got to take their kids. Yeah. I can't drive and, and all the kids in the lesson. I got the pet dress I like. I hope um, they have a driver for the home. Yeah, they do. What is the what is the gamble like? It's yeah. It's um like a knee length dress and it's like kind of like vintage fifties. I don't like mom wants me to put me all these fancy ass dresses and that's just not me. So it's vintage fifties, so they don't match mine mine looks like fifties. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like a you know like those working lady I call it like a working like back like in the day Marilyn Monroe's dress no 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 it's, it's, like that. it's like, full at the bottom but it's like like you know you see like the lady that would go to work like not very many went to work back then but they right, were right, right. they were those fancy like the elegant suit like it's a like yeah. short dress it's really simple yeah but it's the way it's made is it's like full at the bottom yeah 
And what else? What else is going on? We, got, um, we have our cake topper picked out. We have our cake flavor and everything. Yes, my lovely, wonderful, beautiful, generous sister-in-law, Lacey. She's lying. She don't like me. <laughs> I do like her. She's getting my uh, bridal shower together, which I'm very appreciative for. You're and her mother's going to get her a sweet at the prima donna. Do you hear that all? She's being demanding. Not, no, not a sweet, S-W-E-T. <laughs> We're talking S-U-I-T-E sweet. Kuto. Forget about him. I just want to get myself in the jacuzzi tub. We're gonna have to fight for it. <laughs> you get an hour, I get an hour. That's awesome. I expect one extra for my anniversary. Or my anniversary. Uh, 18 years? Yeah. Wait. Yes, people. All these people kind of killed me for 18 years. <laughs> Probably the most chaotic episode we've done. <laughs> I know. People are like, but it's real. This is our real life right here. Yeah, this is the way we are. Keeping it real. <laughs> yeah. Um. So other than that, so pretty much everything is almost set in place. Yeah. yeah. We have the dresses picked up, the bridesmaid, the flower girl. Rings. Do we have rings yet? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, my <clears throat> engagement ring. I don't have that right now because I can't sleep in it because it. I hurt myself with it. I wake up like this, and it's like a giant <laughs> indent in my face all over my forehead. I have all these little bumps, but it matches my engagement ring. It came as a set. His ring is, is matches, but I have to buy it. I haven't bought the his ring yet. But. And now we're still on. I can bring the laptop and bring the mic, and I can do the play-by-play, sure. play, right? Sure. Podcast. I don't know how you're going to do that when you're going to walk me down the aisle, but I guess it's okay. <laughs> he can get one of the wireless mic and walk down the aisle. Yes, yes, that's a good idea. And we're, and here we're walking with down our, the aisle. We're here with our orange, to our green ties, orange and our ties. green uh, converses. <laughs> and I don't have green hair, though, I think. Oh, please. No. Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's going to look like a dark forest. No, it's going to be dark forest green, like a dark green. Yeah, it sounds like a, wait, wait. Sounds like a chia pet to me. Yeah. <laughs> not a chia pet. Stop. You guys are mean. At least I'm not wearing an orange dress with green hair. That's a chia pet. the rest of your head. We're back. Watering it. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably put a paste on there. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not even hair green for my wedding. Okay. Dark green, like. When did she dye you have to see it. Green? Blue. Oh, I just have blue. I just have blue hair. I just got She's rid got of blue it. Blue right well, now. She's got yeah, cotton candy hair right now. Name on the bottle. <laughs> Woo, 
let's just shift because we've completely gone off path and we're just going to We shifted left to the right. <laughs> okay. Do the everybody, trouble shuffle. Huh? Everybody out there has been listening to my wife, Lisa. I have literally been trying for at least, no, more than that, since October now, trying to get her to do a podcast. And she's been saying no, but that personality would be a weekly personality. And I, I think even if it's not, um, you know, maybe not have her own program, but having her addition is just either. I don't know. I might like having mom on as an addition to scene. I know. Yeah. This is this has been quite interesting. It has. Uh, now since we're actually thirty minutes into it, I'm going to ask the regular beginning question, and that is, what have you guys been up to this week? Um, school. Staying out of trouble. Getting over being sick. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I was really sick. We feel better. Finally. I get, I get sick all the time. I don't understand how I'm Many always sick. I have like no immune. I have no immune system. Like I was just, I was really, really sick a couple days ago. You know, vitamin D has a lot to do with the immune system. Maybe you're not getting enough sun. Maybe. I get sun. I go out every day and go to school. No, I mean more than just like thirty minutes of sun. You go out there for like an hour. Can, can, can I take like a? Sublinks, I don't like to be outside. She's a vampire. I don't like to be outside. She's like, light. Ah! <laughs> well, when, in our last episode, we talked about how you were going to take us to warm bodies and you didn't do that. So I haven't had a chance to do it but yet. I'd like to see it. Who went and seen it? But I, I have. We had a, 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 what is it called when you take two people on the same date? Double date. We're still having our double date. But, Hello, you've already got a preview of but it. But I, I was on the toilet for 30 minutes during the movie. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. Am I? <laughs> nice. We went to Red Robin's and I had the sandwich called the Royal Robin and it had egg on it. When I was eating it, it just didn't taste right. Was it like poached egg or something? Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't taste right. Like It just tasted like something wrong with egg. It tasted fine to me. I ate it. Everything so tastes fine to you. You're a freaking garbage bowl. But anyways, hey. <laughs> I'm, sitting in, I'm sitting in there and I'm watching the movie and I'm like, I was like, I ran. I was in the bathroom for thirty minutes. I missed thirty minutes of that movie. But what you seen was it good? Yes, I want to see it again. So we're still having our double date. Yeah, we're gonna see it again. Yes. We gonna be talking about money, and I'll take you guys. Okay. Um, what did I see? I I watched. Now, did we talk about this last episode? There was this guy who had seven thousand dollars. He. No, made we didn't talk about a movie for seven thousand dollars. I think we did. No, and it's, we uh, did. He made it. It's about these two scientists that actually accidentally created the time machine. No, we did not talk about this last episode. Really? No, I, I remember hearing about this somewhere. We just talked about it right now a few minutes ago. Okay, really? but before before. No, the, I never heard okay. it. Um, it's called Prime, and this guy he made a movie. It's a full-length feature movie. Seven thousand dollars. It's about two scientists. They accidentally create time travel, and the story gets very complicated as it goes through. But it was only made for seven thousand dollars. He took it to Sundance, and they bought it for four million dollars. Wow, that's a hell of a profit. 
and I went and I watched it day before yesterday on Netflix. So put another million dollars on there because yeah. that's what Netflix usually pays for independent movies is like a million bucks. Yeah. So say five million dollars out of seven thousand dollars. Anyway, it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, it was very indie-ish, and, and I know you you know that feel. You know that yeah. indie gritty. Yeah. You know it's it's traditional for indie films. Yeah. I mean, even some indie makers that, you know, spend $65 million to make a movie. Make it look gritty like that, yeah. I have to say. Very good. Um, the ending was a little confusing, so I'm actually going to watch it again. Um, really good. Yeah. And, let's see, I watched, yesterday, I watched um, The Dark Knight Returns Part 1, and then I, because I had to catch up on Dark Knight uh, Part 1 and then watch Part 2 again. Or not part two again. I watched part one again and watched part two for the first time. That was such a good movie. I'm gonna have to look into that. Watch that. And you know what the cool thing is? It's not Christian Bale Batman. It's Peter Weller's Robocop. Yeah. So really? when he's talking, he's he's not like I'm Batman. He's yeah. like I'm Batman. You know, yeah. it, it it just really worked. So I really want to see that again because. Zoe was getting tired. We were watching it late at night. She was getting tired and getting twisted. So I missed bits and pieces. I did get the majority of the Superman fighting Batman part. That was good. And then I've been on a complete um, DC. <laughs> He's going through a DC lapse right now. I'm converting him. Yeah, he would never be converted, but... Like... I, I did watch... Um, what is it, The Legion of Doom? It's uh, Justice League 3. Yes. That was very good. The mm -hmm. part where Bruce Wayne got knocked into his parents. Um, he got locked into his parents' uh, grave. That was that was really good. Um, what do you guys leave? I tried to make you watch that one day. You're like, oh, turn yeah. this off. I'm going to watch something else. I was tired. Did you by himself? No. No. So you're just going to have to keep him here and... Have your broadcast with your. Do you have to have shoes on? I was going to say, you can wait 15 minutes. We've got 15 minutes left. No. Yeah, we These are 15 minutes. They're too big for me. These, uh. <laughs> Everybody wants to ditch okay, you. Nobody wants to ditch you. Yeah, we'll take minutes and that's it. Okay, I'll go get a pair of shoes and wait till we're Um, if you noticed how we were able to kind of get back on. Here, set over here. That's the mic. Get a second for the mic. How things kind of got calm all of a sudden, it was because mom got up. <laughs> And um, so we're just covering what we usually talk about. We always talk about what they do during their week, uh, what we've seen, what we've seen on movies and DVDs and whatnot. So we're just kind of catching up on that. Um, let's see what else is going on in the world. I, I'm still kind of devastated with the Super Bowl thing. I haven't really seen a lot of like 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 new stuff that's lately been out there. Like no, I mean I'll I'll. Uh... The only thing I've been catching up on is video game world news from that, really. Uh, we've seen, what was it, the trailer for the uh, X-Men MMO. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Like, you, you, you actually use, like I said, uh, the actual characters themselves, but you can customize the way the characters look. I don't know, that might bring me back <laughs> out of video game retirement. I don't know. For the PC, though, I think. Mm -hmm. But still, it's you should totally try it. We should all play it together. Nerd out. <laughs> you got a microphone? 
We got microphones. Right. <laughs> and then I would watch trailer for the new Final Fantasy 13-3 Lightning Returns. When are they, when are they gonna go to 14? They already have. made 14, but see the thing is that okay, 14 is, is an online game. But it's an MMO. I have to tell them this because it's supposed to come out one day for PlayStation. No, it it, it already came out. It already came out in Japan. But it was so bad. It was so bad. They recalled they took, it. Yeah, they recalled it. Really? They, they recalled it and they took the team that was supposed to make Final Fantasy Versus 13. Mm-hmm. Put it on that. And put it on the team for remaking Final Fantasy 14. See, now, if I have this video game and they recall it, I'm hanging on to that sucker. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. now that this, you know, it just skyrocketed. Here's a question for Mom. Alright. Who was worse at video games? Because Aaron has a tendency to bring this up that I was big on video games. And Rebecca is glued to video games. Which one of us was worse as far as being like a video game man? Me. <laughs> Me. Well, I'll say pro- it. it probably was, but I'd say Kevin. I think that started when you guys were kids and we would go to... Uh, <laughs> We would go to, to Boulder <coughs> City. Secrets. We would go to Boulder City to see his grand, their grandfather, and uh, my husband liked to gamble a lot. So it was like, here's twenty dollars, kids, go to the the arcade. And that shit lasted forever back then. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like a quarter for every. <laughs> a quarter. Two dollars for every game. Really? When I went to State Line, I went to the arcade. Uh-huh. It was the games were like dollar fifty, two dollars just to play the game. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because I remember um, there's this place, folks. If you're not, you know, on the West Coast, um, when you come from California into okay. Nevada, um, it's a place called Gene, Nevada. And there's a place that we would stop all the time called Gold, Gold Strike. And I remember when it first opened, they were 15 cent video games. Wow. Literally, if you pop <laughs> up. dollars or 50 cents too. <laughs> uh, I remember 75 cent uh, shrimp cocktails. They don't even have them anymore, the good little dollar ones. The good ones. And speaking of milk, just because I thought about this, have you guys heard of this new milk called Borghese? Or... Huh? Everybody's talking about it. It's in a jar. A jar? It's about this big, it's in a jar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and you drink it, and it's supposed to taste. It's it's 100 milk, but it's supposed to it doesn't taste anything like milk. It tastes like, like it's supposed it's like superbly tasty, wonderful. Like it's just awesome, and it's like five dollars for the jar. Really? Yeah. But how many ounces do you think? For the most part, probably like twenty-four. Yeah. I like milk. I can drink milk. But I'm just wondering, like, I'll have to get some. I'll have to get a jar of milk. I'll have to take a taste test for me because I hate milk. I don't drink milk. But supposedly, even for people who hate milk, I don't like milk either. It's like so fabulous. Yeah, my thing with milk is so thick. Yeah. And they have a chocolate one of that. Supposedly, they use like all like 100% melted chocolate to make the milk out of it. I don't know. I want to try it, so we're going to try it. I'll try it. Get Dean to try it, see if. Yeah. Same, he doesn't even like it. organic milk. I got organic milk because I don't like regular milk. I, uh, to me, organic milk tastes better. That's so sick. No, that's, no, that's this totally, is real organic. This is like milk. real organic it's milk. It's real stuff. milk, but it's it's like six dollars. It has no hormones or nothing it's in not it. Even a gallon. <laughs> and he's like, "This thing, right? What's in here?" I was like, "That shit's like six dollars for this little half a gallon." I've never figured out why organic. 
so is, expensive. Yes, because if you think about it, it's, it's cheaper. It's you. cheap. Yeah, because you're not putting this extra money in for Into hormones, antibiotics, yeah. or yeah, any of that. So you I don't know. Be cheap. Because they're just tricking us. It's good though. I, I like organic milk. It's like here, you want to be healthier, pay more. Yeah. If you want to be healthy or fit, you gotta you gotta pay more than it is to be fat, which yeah. you wouldn't think would make any sense. Well, they would take yeah, anything it, out it, of it, it costs you more to eat it. And then they make those stupid programs about to kill people. Pro- pro- yeah. The nation's obesity. Like, no, it's a conspiracy from the government to kill no, people. No, the nation's obesity is because of Mickey D's. Come on now. Okay. Well, was the last time you ate there? Long time ago. I'm still fat. <laughs> I don't even like McDonald's. No, I do. I I like McDonald's. I know. Um, I like chicken nuggets. Have you guys seen that movie, Super Size Me? Yes. yes. No. I could not eat fast food for about two months after I've seen that. Really? Really. I <laughs> I was, like, traumatized. I eat fast food every single day, practically, uh-huh. to be honest. It's usually just Del Taco. Unless we, love unless we get really, really poor, and then I don't have fast food for, like, a week. But they're trying to say, they're trying to say that he almost died from eating fast food every day. I don't believe that, because I eat fast food all the time. <coughs> And it's like, I won't eat, like, McDonald's, but I'll have, like, Del Taco bean and cheese burrito yeah, every day. You gotta well, realize. I think what's funny, yeah. too, is, is um, when he started, uh-huh. he was a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. So, that protein, that oil, the fatty, uh-huh. and everything, that was all foreign to him. Yeah. That's probably why. Interesting thing is, though, even though he stopped eating fast food after his experiment, He's, he was no longer um, vegetarian. vegetarian. Oh, I didn't know that. He, he, yeah. he couldn't get away from the meat. The meat. Yeah. <laughs> he liked it too much. <laughs> he's like, this is some good stuff. And he's then, like, what am I missing? Half, halfway through the month, he's like, man, I can't. Oh, I can't. Yeah, no but more. you have to realize Rebecca was a vegetarian for four years. She likes to drove me crazy. That's right. Because she saw them, I guess, with how yeah. they. Yeah, Peter, she saw them. The video called Eat Your Meat. Or Meet Your Meat. And let me tell you, this mama cannot cook vegetarian. I tried. <laughs> it was nasty. Oh, she'd say, oh my God, not what's this? I'd say, well, I'm trying. You know what I'd do? I'd be like, mom, go buy me a bean burrito. Because I wasn't I wasn't a vegan, so I still ate like cheese and eggs. And like right. Um, if you're a vegan. Just no animal the... byproducts at all. I don't no, know I, I know. I'm, I'm saying if you're a vegan, just get the stick out of your ass and, and just move on. I don't know how they live. I don't know how they do it either. Because that means you really can't eat too much. Of, can't have can't anything. Have eggs, can't have cheese. No, you can't, can't have anything. You can have nuts. Soy. Nuts and soybeans. Vegetables. Like, anything that has any type of animal byproduct at all, whether it be like jello or so anything. They, so vegans don't like eat fish and stuff. Either. No, yeah. no, they, they eat, eat like nothing. nothing. They eat wild mushrooms. No, they shit. eat no type of animal byproducts whatsoever. They don't use it in any of their shampoos, any of the cleaners they have. Everything is, is free of animals at all in their life. Like vegetarians. Some of them won't use like eat eggs or fish. Uh-huh. They'll still eat like butter, cheese. Right, milk. right, right. I was a I was a lacto ovo vegetarian, so I I ate eggs and fish. Right. But I didn't eat any meat. No, she didn't for four years. But I ate, but I ate for cheese. Four years like that. she did not. But people, I don't know how people can live without meat because that's just good. I, but you know what? I'm getting sick of meat again. So. But she would eat like the veggie burgers and all that right. veggie stuff. The Veggie corn dogs. It was meat, I mean, it was meat supplement. Though. Yeah, but you know how expensive that stuff is? It was really expensive. Really? But then again, Randy was seven-day Adventist, and he used to eat some of that stuff, and he'd have me cook it for him. Uh-huh. I'd be gagging while he's cooking it. He'd say, it is so good. I'm going, oh, you eat this? <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
like it. Oh. I don't think I could ever get tired of meat. No. I'm, I'm I a, get... I'm carnivorous. I like meat, but I get sick of it because all he wants to give us is, is like... Meat. 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 No, meat. fried. He likes to fry Fried meat. Everything. It's yeah. pork, pork, pork. Or steak, steak. It's not like a, you know, pork this night, chicken, steak. Right. It's like a month of chicken. A month of steak. A month of pork. And I don't like pork. I'm not no. a pork either. Really? You didn't know that? I would never like pork. Thinking of it just makes me want to know that. No, she's never... But she's not. She'll eat it. But I mean, it's it's the way I like bacon. Does stuff. I like bacon, and I eat pork chops sometimes. That's it. I don't eat sausage. I don't really like ham. Mm. Really, I yeah. did not know you that. You know that either. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. Been like that my whole life, almost. How come you think my hair fell all out? Well, shut up. <laughs> I should cut it. Next time I cut your hair, I'm gonna accidentally mess up a little bit. Oh, can I take a chunk out? I'm sorry. God, I, I get sometimes I get so bad where I'm like doing someone's hair. It's like I just want to burn this. <laughs> I just want to burn her. And I can get by with it because they have to sign it. They have to sign a waiver. That but says, she's not. But please let them know that you're not. No, I'm do not going to do that. But I have to sign a waiver. You want to get customers someday? No, I'm not. Because like, no, when you work in a salon, you you that's different. But since I'm, since I'm a student, well, because you get paid for it. Yeah, I don't pay for anything. I pay. I pay to cut customers' hair for the school to make money, basically. But anyways. They said a way of saying their hair gets messed up. But like, you know, I, like, because you just, sometimes you just get these customers that are so belligerent, they're so mean, and they're so rude to you, they treat you like a piece of crap. I guess you find this, yeah. And you're just like, ah, I just want to burn you so bad. But, I mean, I never have. I've never messed anybody's hair up, I've never done anything bad to them. But See, I, mean, I would. I would. I totally, I totally would. <laughs> My bad. God, did I, is that your ear? <laughs> yeah. I've seen some people, I've seen some people burn people's hair off. Really? Yeah. On accident. It was an accident, though. This girl was doing the, she was doing a press, and basically a press is for like Af- African American hair, ethnic hair. They take their hair and they use, a, they use a stove, and they sit this, it's like, it, to me it's like caveman, because I think that they have something better than that nowadays. That's but, the way they used to do it with grandma, then they get the curling iron aesthetic, because grandma said she's, burn her own, hair. she burned her own hair off. Yeah. You know how it looks like a curling iron, but you put it oh, on the fire? Oh, they have they have yeah. too. And you get them, and she's rolled it in her hair, and she smells something burning. <laughs> no, but anyway, it's, like, it's a comb. You stick it in the flame. Oh, that's flame. weird. Not the flame. You stick it in the, this, this uh, thing. You have to test it, and you get the hair and you comb it, the back and comb the front of the hair to straighten it. And I've seen girls like because that, that comb gets so hot. I've seen it touch the hair, and the hair just fall. Really? And the girls oh. like trying to hide it behind the rest <laughs> of her hair. She's like, oh my god. Oops. But wouldn't you think they'd have something else like more advanced to use? Like we have straight now. We have straightening irons. Right. But they should have like a, a straight iron that has like comb teeth on it. To me, like I don't know. I hate the hot stove. It makes me hot and freaks me out. I feel like I'm gonna burn myself. But if I drop, if you put your hand on that stove, it would attach to your skin. It's so hot. Really? Yes. It's da- I think it's dangerous to you, in my opinion. But that's why I don't like to do ethnic hair. Sorry, ethnic people, but I don't like to do it. <laughs> it's a lot of work. That's why I'm in the medical profession. No stress. No stress at all. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> stress. No stress at all. Just gotta work with doctors, nurses, and know-it-alls. Come in many forms. I know I did it myself for 25 years. I know. All right. Any final thoughts as we wind down here? Hope I'm just hoping that mom doesn't try to get married to her ex-husband. And <laughs> I'm still thinking of the scenarios, of all the scenarios. But anyway. Well, I don't okay. Think there's anything I, I, have to I know worry we're, about. we're pressing time, but you've got to give me at least one scenario. <laughs> Come on. Just give me no, one. No, I just, I just keep seeing like, oh, God, no. Yes, come on. 
No. I can't explain it. See, now Come what? on, Rebecca. No. We lived yeah. with your dad. Now it's time to live with his dad. No. <laughs> You're <laughs> selfish. <laughs> then, see, you, you, he can be your father now. Hell yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be on Jerry Springer. <laughs> That's what I said. I, I said if that were to happen, I would get a hold of the Jerry Springer show. He's ordained. He could do the double better, you know, double wedding. I just it I, ain't it ain't happening. He ain't no millionaire. Two bridal shows now. No, no. <laughs> uh, no. let's combine them as one. You're stuck with Rebecca's colors. I just traumatized thinking of their honeymoon. Okay, that's like uh, uh, <laughs> I already had a honeymoon. I think your brother got here. The second honeymoon. Oh, the uh, second honeymoon. I'd have to be pushing my wheelchair. Tell, I hate to tell you, mother. Kevin didn't get here for the honeymoon. He got here before the honeymoon. <laughs> your kids are had to do math as they get older, Mama. Think back. That's your guys' story. I have my own. Um, I have the birth certificate, and I also have the marriage license. The numbers don't add up, sister. They did not register until they Oh! Oh, always an excuse. Okay. It's time to say goodnight, Mother, because Mother's leaving um, the building. Busted. Uh, Things hauled out. She don't want to play no more. Did you have a good time? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're mean. I always have a good time when with my with my family and my kids. I have a yellow lab and potential kids. <laughs> our, our our listeners are well aware of Cody. They've heard him. Oh they, yes. they are well aware. So me to Scott. Nobody's gonna take you now. <laughs> Alright. So this is it. No final thoughts. Zoe's got thoughts in the background. Alright guys, I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. I'm Aaron Illich. I'm Debbie A. Lofgren. <laughs> she's waving goodbye. I'm <laughs> Lacey Montoya. And if your parents, after years of divorce, start talking again and possibly might get back together, you could be seen red. Good night, folks. See, now that's a family gathering. My family gathering? Holy crap. More like a, a juggalo gathering? <laughs> Meeting of the minds. Oh. Psycho minds. <laughs> yeah, it's not a pretty no, See, that that's the best part about family gatherings like that. You usually get together once or twice a year, and that's usually enough. Mm-hmm. You want to hear... Hey, these... what happened to your microphone? It's right here. Okay. It wasn't working. Wasn't it? No. Is it working now? It is working now. Oh, okay. Whatever you're doing, you shouldn't do that again. I don't think I'll do that again. Okay. Okay. Anyways, you were saying? I was saying that I have... Oh, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) I really should have done this beforehand. Probably. Okay. I have a song by someone I know. Well, I don't know him personally. That'd be wicked if I did. Is Dave going to get sued? No, because I'm not going to be pelly. Let me try that again in English. Yeah. Okay. Back it up. I'm not going to get to play it because it's not on my computer. But it's by Brian Hayner. Okay. Brian Hayner is better known as Guitar Guy for Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. Oh. Okay. He has his own album called uh, Fist Fight at the Waffle House. <laughs> and there's a song on there called Thanksgiving Dinner. Yeah. Or Thanksgiving Day. I can't remember exactly what it's called. <laughs> you listen to that? It is my family. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so give that a good, honest listen to. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I see. Oh, I see. Always back to that show. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound like I've lost something in my mic, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, well. 
Time to listen to a new one. Okay. Movie Madhouse 13. Oh, lucky 13. Yes, from September 17th of 2013, almost one year ago. Wow. And this one, Mike Robb <laughs> and some weird guy are... Oh! No. What? When this... <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Shh. See how easy that blind went up? <laughs> we should have stuck with the drapes. <laughs> Mike Robb and Jake. Who knows... Ah, screw it. <laughs> Who knows when this will air? Do, do the synopsis. Yes. Mike, Rob, and Jason are back again and with the regular format. Rob kicks us off with some recounting of his weekend in Toronto, taking in the TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival. And Mike has a special birthday announcement. I forget. <laughs> like I said, it wasn't anything not 80s, so... And the top five box office numbers are handed about, and the boys get serious for a minute discussing the season premiere of Sons of Anarchy. Ah, damn it. We just can't get away from that. No, we cannot. <laughs> that sounds weird. It's like different voices all the way around if I do this. Okay. I got to stop playing. Directional. Yes. Stop playing with the mic, Rob. Here's Movie Madhouse 13. <laughs> and welcome to another edition of the Movie Madhouse. I'm Rob Bellamy. I'm Mike Lutz. I'm Jason Bezier, but my name is Anuka Montoya. You killed my father, prepared to die. Oh, and you got six fingers too, don't you? No, no man I must kill has six fingers. Damn it. On one hand. I On one get hand. that wrong all the time. <laughs> don't ask me why, but I want, I've been wanting to say that for a while. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see, it's your, it's your uh, natural acting ability is finally coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be uh, it. That's yep. got to be it. That's what it is. Getting ready for Adios, a 20 second. you chicken plucking little stinker. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we just started. That's I'm the just, one for the end. Uh, Boom. I'm got just, it in there. I'm just stretching my acting chops, getting ready for the 20 second. Ah. Ah. Be, would you like fries with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. You're a bartender. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Would, would you like fries with that? Yeah. <laughs> would you like fries. Don't worry. I've gone over the script like four times. I still don't know my motivation. So. Really? Yeah. I've already told you what your motivation is the first time. If you fuck up, you're fired. Oh, all right. That's a good motivating. <laughs> that, right works. There. that works. That works. <laughs> I don't know if I can be any more succinct than that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's you about went. as succinct as he can get. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's been too long since we've been at these microphones. <laughs> it has. Feels like forever. Oh, you know, well, is it Jason texted me he goes when are we going over to rob's i'm really feeling the itch i need to record i said yeah me too brother <laughs> big time kept chomping at the bit today nope not eight o'clock yet nope not eight o'clock yet <laughs> so uh before we get going how was tiff oh my gosh that was awesome. Yeah. For people who don't understand the acronym, that's the Toronto International Film Festival. Yes. We went up and uh, just on a whim saw a movie called Around the Block. It stars Christina Ricci, but she's the only person of note in it that you would recognize. Okay. Uh, other than her, an entire Australian cast filmed in Australia. Um, basically about the differences between the Aboriginal people and the Australians in this one section of uh, Sydney. Well, that was uh -oh. neat. Apparently our time's up. Well, thanks oh, for no. tuning in. That was the quickest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> New record. <laughs> but yes, we saw that. And then after the movie was over, the director came out as well as some of the actors in the movie and did a Q&A. 
Oh, nice. And it was really, really impressive. So kind of like an impromptu? Like you weren't told it was going to happen? No. Usually when you get your schedule and you're looking at it for the film festival, it's got all the movies listed. And the ones beside it that say premium, those are the ones the stars will be at. The ones that say in the corner Q&A, that's why they have the little Q&As. Okay, they have things like that. This one had nothing. So we sat down, we're getting ready for the movie, and the director came out and introduced it. And it's like, oh, that was awesome. Then the movie got over, and boom, out they all came. Nice. Yes. I wonder if that's, like, normal. Because, you know, that's, I, I, uh, you know, mark the time. Yeah. Kevin Smith, three twenty-two. Exactly. <laughs> that's what that's what they do with the Jane Santa Bob Groovy Movie Tour. Well, they see, they introduce it and then they do the thing afterwards. Like that's their mode right now. Yeah, but that was that was always the thing that they were like they were going to do that anyways. They always talked about you get the movie, then you do the Q and A podcast afterwards. I'm just I'm just wondering if they're seeing how popular that. That uh, whole transaction is how, how the crowds are into it. The fans are reacting with it more. And I'm wondering if they're trying to steal that model at the well, festival. I'm Kevin you know. Smith, friend to the. I said, Smith isn't the ver- he isn't the first one that's ever done a Q&A, but I said... It, He's it, the one who does the most. Wow. I <laughs> said, you can't shut the man up, so <laughs> it's just... Silent Bob my ass. Well, uh, <laughs> see, I think the hardest part of that is just to shut up to do that role, so... <laughs> All right. I was, yeah. uh, had to refer it. Sorry. Nah, I hear you. <laughs> I think she was there as well because it was her for, it's her directorial debut. Sarah, okay. Sarah Spillane did it. Okay. Right? And the actor, his name was Hunter. I can't remember the rest of it. He was amazing. Absolutely. I strongly advise anybody that gets a chance to see this movie to see it. Around the around, Block. Around the Block. Okay. In the reference to the title, um, there's a section of Sydney. It's called The Block. And that's where the aboriginals live, right? The indigenous. But it's more like a small slum area. Oh. Right? Everybody's out in the middle of this big park area. There's cans with fires in them, you know. What is it, like the Australian version of Slumdog Millionaire? Kind of, except I've never seen that, so I can't compare it. Yeah, I've never actually watched it either. No. Nope. I haven't seen it either. But then we got done that. We got uptown and noticed, dang it, 15 minutes ago, George Clooney and Sandra Bullock had gone in to see their movie. Oh, gravity. gravity. Yes. Uh, So it's like crap. So we walked around a little bit, and what did we happen to find? The red carpet. Oh. oh, yes. And we hung out because it was the premiere of Rush. Oh, that's Ron Howard. Ron Howard, Ron Howard was the first one to show up. Nice. Yes. You saw Opie. I saw Opie. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like from here to a distance away to see him. <laughs> and, but I saw him. And then after he got there, oh, and it was so priceless. This car pulls up. The crowd's, ah, and the guy opens the door. No one knows who he is. Here. The <laughs> and this one girl beside us goes, yay. And she goes to her mom, well, I don't want him to feel bad. <laughs> oh, Canada, thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> so the next out was Chris Hemsworth. Uh, he came out and it was just like ballistic. Was, oh, he, okay. was he as dreamy in person? I actually fell for him. <laughs> <laughs> he got out of the car, went to one side of the fence and just walked down at signing things and stopping for pictures and came across the other side. You could always tell when he went from one side to the other because it was like, 
<laughs> he went back over to the one side, and there was a girl who had the plastic Thor helmet, the Thor hammer, the Thor breastplate, and he signed them all. Oh, wow. yeah. that's awesome. Nice. Then Liam Hemsworth shows up. Oh, yes. Uh, Helping his brother. Yep. Yep. After that was Olivia Wilde. Oh, really? Remind me to show that's, you the picture. Dude, that's, that's way too much gorgeous in a small span. That's way, way too much gorgeous. But she did the same thing. She went up the crowd, you know, signing autographs. Oh. And then finally, and I'm going to butcher his name. Jason Sudeikis? Sudeikis? Sudeikis. He showed up. Her boyfriend. Beyonce. Oh, right. Right, right, right. He showed up. Because it's like, Jason's here. Woo! And we're like, Jason, wait a minute. I'm looking at Rush. No, there's no Jason in Rush. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yep. So uh, we've learned a lot about TIFF. Mm -hmm. And we uh, plan on going back next year and spending a couple days up there. Awesome. That would would be a really nice uh, time out. So well, they see, trying to divide time to tr- trying to get down to Toronto because you got the Fan Expo and I think TIFF is like two weeks after that. Yeah, they weren't yep. very far apart at all. No, and then uh, right after TIFF is the uh, After Dark. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's, that's usually about a month after TIFF. Yeah, I think. the uh, the horror and sci-fi edition of that. And that's the that's one right. that I've always been a little bit more interested in. But now that you know getting a little deeper into the mythos of movies. Yeah. Tiff is starting to have a bit of a draw uh, for me. Oh, oh, I got two words. Two words? Press pass. <gasps> that would be sweet. <laughs> if they're, if it's that easy to get them, awesome. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that easy mm-hmm. to get the press pass. I've done it. Okay, that has nothing to do with anything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> My only worry is if I get too close to, like, Olivia Wilder, you know, I might want to bring them home. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, she followed me home. Can we keep her? I'm bringing my work Absolutely. home with me tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was phenomenal. I, I advise anybody, even a day, just to go to try and experience it. Didn't uh, Christina with a case say she wanted to hit a James Franco movie? Yes, it was on at 10 that night. And uh, unfortunately, tickets were sold out when we actually oh, finally got okay. around to doing it. I was going to say, I don't remember seeing her referencing it on Facebook. No, all, so. as well as Gravity was sold out, Rush was sold out, all the big ones were sold out, which is why we chose what we did, because of Christina Ritchie. Now, is getting tickets for the show, like other than the big premium ones, are procuring tickets, is it difficult to do? Or? No, you do it right online. It's uh, $23 a ticket, though. Like, it's not your 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah, well. But you're seeing movies that aren't even in full release, generally. They're, exactly. You're seeing them before the distributors have even picked them up kind yep. of thing. So that's what Tiff's all about, isn't it? They generally yeah. shop around for distributors. Basically, yes. Well, that's what yeah. most of those festivals are for. Yeah, well, I, I said... Yeah, I'm intrigued. I definitely want to try and make at least a, a day. Well, next yeah. year we're going to a premium movie. Ooh. Forty-five bucks a ticket. Wow, big but deal! You're watching it like we would have been in there with Chris Hemsworth and Olivia oh, Wilde and yes. Ron Howard. That would be that would that, that, be a great experience. Hey, Opie, move your ass! I got to get some popcorn. <laughs> get it out of the way. Excuse me, Mister Thor. Can you move this hammer? It's blocking the aisle. <laughs> Excuse me, Thor's brother. Who are you? <laughs> hey, that's uh, 
the on again, off again fiance to Miss Twerk herself, Miley Cyrus. Watch your tongue, man. Oh, well, I'm actually, I think they're off again. I don't know. Nobody can what? keep track. Well, as of that night, they were still engaged. Right. Yeah. But word is that he's still pretty ticked off about what she did at the VMAs. So why? She dry humped Robin Thicke in front of millions of people. And who wouldn't? <laughs> Well, I True. wouldn't. Okay. No. Okay. Robin Thicke just does not do that for me. Kids. No? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I got I to gotta jump in there. I was going to go with the pack, but no. You boys can just hump him like a madman. But <laughs> even, even, even if he is wearing his Beetlejuice suit, you still wouldn't do it. He is a Beetlejuice suit. He was wearing a Beetlejuice suit at the VMAs. <laughs> it looked exactly like Beetlejuice's suit. That's why it wasn't hard for them to Photoshop Beetlejuice's head on him. <laughs> <laughs> it was a black and white striped suit. And it looked, as soon as you walked out on stage, you went, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> okay, now I'm thinking. <laughs> It's pretty pretty creepy if you have a fetish for Beetlejuice, man. Hey, it's a celebrity, man. All right, let's get... <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, you did your tiff. Mm. Uh, we're recording this. It's kind of a special day for me. The day we record, uh, it is my super awesome wife's birthday today. Happy birthday, Max. Yeah. So happy birthday. Hey, oh wait, oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. I forgot. I forgot. There's legalities involved. You've seen that song. You're in yeah, slap. That's a deal. Really? Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. Everybody just wish my wife happy birthday, and that'll be a... <laughs> bon fête. But there you go. All right, let's get <laughs> let's get on to the... Happy the... womb evacuation day. Oh, there we go. There go. Nice. <laughs> Very well played, sir. Wow. Well, let's get on to the, uh, the business uh, that has brought us all here today. The top five. My yes. top five. Which is the first one I've seen. Number one. Insidious Chapter Two. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. That it seems like these the, the latest horror movies are they're different. They don't stand out like they're not like the over the top slasher flicks and whatnot. And especially the people behind Insidious and whatnot, they've got a following. Like James I know Wan so many Winnell. people that are just were just dying for that movie. And they're you know. I gotta Not get my thing, but I gotta get my ass to movie theater. Oh. I know. Well, I said my my shift is kind of uh, kind of working against me, but I can get in there this one time this week. Good. I, I have no regrets. You know what I'm saying? No regrets. <laughs> Not oh, even I a letter. Think, I think I got scene points too. I can get a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the history of the two people that put this movie on: James Wan and Lee Winnell. Both of them they wrote Saw. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Lee Winnell was actually in it. Uh, they wrote Saw 2. Then they went to Insidious. Then oh, There was one right after that. And I'm drawing a blank. Not, not The Conjuring. They weren't. Con- no. no. Okay. I, for some reason, I wanted to put them in the same thing. And it has the same stuff. feel, but it's not the same. And the nice thing about this movie, you other than this little flashback at the beginning, if you take that flashback out, stick it at the front of the first movie, you could... Cram it, and it's one long story. Really? Oh. So it's a. Good, it would be a good just marathon. Watch both of them, and they roll right together. Absolutely. This part two picks up the next day. All right. Oh, all right. That might okay. be. That might be an interesting watch. Yes. Might have to rewatch Insidious just to get me back on track. And then... that's what I did the night before. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this one broke our uh, our numbers record. It made forty million. Whoa! Wow. Yes. 
Yeah, tax. we haven't had numbers like that in a, yeah, three, maybe you know, four weeks. Yeah, a good little while. And wow, good for them. Wow, actually, okay. All right, it's number two. It looks like we had three movies come out this weekend. I don't know the third one, but one and two are two of the new ones. The Family, Robert De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer. I want to see that one. That one looks pretty fun. Yep. And we actually, they, my wife and I, we went on Saturday and... It was between the family or we're the Millers, so we went and saw we're the Millers. Good choice. But the the family does look really good. It is about De Niro and Michelle and the two kids. They were part of the mob. Oh, but they have now under government protection. Oh, but they have a very difficult time staying in the happy family. Well, they've been, scenario. Well, they've been relocated to France. Yes. Oh. <laughs> It's like, okay, yeah, that, that yeah, sounds the, like the trailer alone. Water. You mm-hmm. got Michelle Pfeiffer's playing the wife, and yeah, the the guy at the local grocery store says something about her being a stupid American or whatever. She blows up the freaking grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> the son is like running like corruption and like test scores and all that stuff out of the school. He gets called into the principal's office, and they're, they're talking to him. He goes, "No, nah, I want my lawyer." <laughs> the, and the daughter. Um, who's uh, Diana Agron from Glee? She, uh, do you see this little this boy? He's like hitting on her or whatever, and he like flips her, her shoulder strap or something, and she's like goes to her car and beats the crap out of him with a tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a hard time acclimatizing. I see. I see. <laughs> well, the third one that came out is called Grand Masty, and I'm only mentioning it because it came in at number thirty five. Bringing in $223,000. Never heard of it. Yeah, neither have I. So back up to the top. Family brought in $14 million. Number three was Riddick. Mm, I'm not a fan. I, I am. I do want to see it. I've seen Pitch Black and that's it. And But I want to see this one because my future well, wife's in that movie. Katie Sackhoff. Yes. She's actually really, really funny. She was on the Nerdist a couple weeks ago, oh, and she's hilarious. Big time. Internet full of pictures. You don't have to pay 10 bucks to go. Uh, really? Really. Damn it. No one told me that. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> oh, wait. Riddick brought in $6 million this weekend. And there's uh, we got, he's on our Facebook group. Uh, his name's Ryan. Um, he saw it, and he's a big fan, and he said that it's, it's on par with the other ones. Maybe even it's better than Chronicles of Riddick. Not quite to the level of Pitch Black, but it's... Pitch Black I liked. It was different. Yeah, I think that's why I liked yeah. it. But it brought in six million, and that brings its total up to thirty-one million. That's only what two hundred shy of the budget. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Number four, Lee Daniels, the Butler. Oh, still hanging in there. Five and a half million, bringing its total up to a hundred million. Wow. And see, Jude, I found out Lee Daniels. Do you know who he is? No. Yes, Butler. Yeah, I, I did. I thought it was the Butler, or I thought it's the guy that wrote the book. It's the director. <laughs> okay. So it's yeah. like John Carpenter, you know, like John Carpenter's the thing. Well, John Carpenter's earned I, it. I, I labored under that illusion myself for the longest time. I thought they were talking about Lee Daniels is the butler. Yeah, yeah that's what it's, it's like Steven wise. Spielberg's Jaws, you know. He <laughs> doesn't have that, though. And number five, we're the Millers. $5.4 million, bringing it up to $131 million. We're still wow. in the top five, and it's been going for, what, five weeks now? Six. Six, six weeks. Oh, yep. But it is, it is so funny. It, you know, I did finally see it, and it was great. Well, I said, I, I got I to gotta make a choice to uh, use my scene, scene points. I don't know, I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to go to. It's either the, we're the Millers or um, 
Damn it. What's he? Insidious 2? Insidious. Oh, nah, There's I don't know. Too many. Sounds like a coin flip kind of. I will leak. say that the kid who plays Kenny in We're the Millers. Oh, God. Uh, he he is was priceless. So great. And according to my son, that's like his first movie. Kenny, no, he's done other stuff. Has he? Yeah, my son thought it was his first movie. I don't. Know, maybe, he's, maybe he misread the IMDb. I don't know, but I've never seen him in anything else. Well, your son's internship just went away. Yeah, I know. All right, he's you're, out you're of fired. Here. Xander, you're fired. <laughs> wait, wait, Xander, how'd you like an internship? Let's hire him. Okay, now go. Xander, you're fired. There we go. You can't fire him until you hire him. Oh, right, right. <laughs> I thought maybe you were setting up a soundboard. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought, too. His, his fingers were pushing buttons. I know. He's, he's fast and furious clicking over there. Nothing came of it. Well, actually, it was fast and furious because I was looking this kid up. His name is Will Poulter. And he has been in Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, Wild Bill, School of Comedy, a series. He was in a bunch of episodes there. And Son of Rambo. That mm. sounds like classic. I, no, I I don't know what that one is. I don't know if it's a parody or I remember. I can picture the, the poster. 2007. But I don't know anything about it. During a long English summer in the early 1980s, two schoolboys from differing backgrounds set out to make a film inspired by First Blood. Oh. <laughs> All How right. could that not be an Oscar right. contender? Wow. <laughs> kind of curious, actually. <laughs> Wasn't Lee Daniels pegged to uh, direct that one? I do believe. This was originally <laughs> entitled Lee Daniels, Son of Rambo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, coming out. I know this movie, and that's where I was going. I wanted to see if it's coming out in Chatham, but I can't. Probably not right away. Probably not. Nope. But it's coming out on Wednesday. It's called... Where is it? Come on. Oh, the suspense is killing me. It's killing me, too. It's called Enough Said. The last movie by James Gandolfini. Oh. Oh. Yes. That was at TIFF, but unfortunately tickets were sold out for that one. Because everybody wanted to see James Gandolfini's last movie. Apparently it is very, very good. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like that's not coming to chat. And I just looked. Oh, it's not not there. Nope. No. Okay, so we'll hit the Friday, September 20th. Coming out, we have Prisoners, which, okay, there's the one I'm going to see. Oh, the uh, Stallone. No. No, no this Hugh is Hugh Jackman, one. Terrence Howard, um, J- Jake Gyllenhaal. It's, I, so they had a trailer for it at We're the Millers, and it does Terrence, look awesome. Terrence Howard and Hugh Jackman are like friends, and their families get together. Oh, they each have a daughter oh, oh, okay. that get abducted. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah. That does look uh, pretty it good. It looks like uh, more uh, a non-international taken. Jackman's yeah. turn really is reminiscent of Liam Neeson's turn in Taken, how dark he gets. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, I do remember that now. Yeah, that that does uh, look like something I might want to go see. There was a trailer at We're the Millers, and it it looked really badass. Yeah. Like, I, I want to see that movie. Okay, and there's another one coming out called Battle of the Year. And this looks like a... It's a, you know, a dance... Step-up kind yeah, of dance yeah, movie. dance competition thing, which they're cool to watch because that dancing is pretty amazing and all, but that's not one I'm going to As an aged, fat white man... 
I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, I, we, we, we enjoy watching uh, So You Think You Can Dance and whatnot. So it is kind of cool. I, you know, I, I taught all those people all those dances. So it's nice to see that my hard <laughs> see, work is being shot. I, I like watching those shows, too, for free on TV. Right. I, oh, I won't. Whoa, 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 stop right there. I didn't get to it in tough time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop right there. Yeah, yeah. You taught them to dance, did you? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> really? English yes. motherfucker, do you speak it? Yeah. Yes. Y-E-S. Yes. I got moves. <laughs> if you had ever been to, I've been to one or two of the uh, the Halloween parties that this man hosts, and it's usually around midnight, one o'clock. And he's well socially lubricated at that point in time. He does bust a move. Really? Especially when he was dressed as Britney Spears in one year. Oh, sexy? Year two. Yes, year two. By the way. By the way. Where is the uh, Tony, uh, the videotape of the hip, hypnotist? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, uh, we, we were told I, I, that it was going to be, there was going to be a screening. Uh, okay, well, well I, I'll work it out, but I'm tell, I'm not responsible. I'm going to have you sign a release form. I'm not responsible for any psychological damage that may come from it, but we'll work it out. All right. All right. <laughs> so what else is coming out? Now are you still... The last one to come out, the big one, because they're having a couple other bringbacks. They're bringing back Wizard of Oz for a show, and they're also doing a Little Mermaid thing. No, that's probably those family favorite ones they do, like Saturday morning and stuff. I know the Wizard of Oz is. I don't know what this Little Mermaid is. Second Screen Live. I don't know. Never heard of that. Second Screen Live. Sounds odd. Cineplex Odeon's going crazy again. Yeah. Trying out new stuff. But the last big one coming out is Rush. Oh, yeah. And that does look good. I'm curious, but it, it... it does look like it might That's be the uh, the Ayrton Senna uh, story, right? The which? Ayrton Senna. I think um, it's Formula One racing. Yeah, it's Formula One racing, directed by Ron Howard. Uh, that's the one with uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth and I can't remember who the other Daniel Brun. I think is it Brule. Yeah, and I think... Um, <laughs> yeah, he was there, too, at TIFF. <laughs> Imagine that. Oopsies. That's not the guy who got out of the car and nobody knew who he was, is it? No. Right. no. Hey! <laughs> were, oh, it's the star of Kick-Ass. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I had to bring that up again, didn't you? <laughs> How's that wound there, Rob? <laughs> poke, poke. Nice boy, but he's got more nerve than a bum, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't let that one go. Nope. Oh. Nope. But yeah, that's what's coming out to the theaters this weekend. That rush. That, 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 that like I've got Ron Howard on my Twitter, and he said he's he seems so, so happy about getting that story out, and he said it, it 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 if his I don't know his attitude is infectious enough, it just might catch on. And well, that's the thing with Ron Howard; he gets passionate about everything he makes. Like he yeah. does not make a film unless he is passionate about it. Yeah. And those like just the the first one that comes to mind is one of my all time favorites, Apollo thirteen. Oh like, yeah, Backdraft. Uh, Even oh, Willow. Back. Yeah, he was so passionate about that movie. There, well, okay, that's <laughs> said Willow. That was so much fun in that movie. Oh, like yeah. said, some of the, the special. I bet you some of the special effects would still hold up today with uh, Willow. Willow has a special effects milestone. Yeah. It is the first movie to use morphing. 
Really? Yep. Hmm. Before the abyss. Wow. When Willow's got the wand and he's trying to transform the one wizard oh, yeah. into a sheep and then a lion. And then it's, okay. it was the first one to use it. For wow. ILM. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Learn something new every day. You're yeah. welcome, fans. That's right. We're here to educate. <laughs> yeah. Not so much me, but the other two guys. I'm just here to bring the laptop to record. That's it. <laughs> well, DVDs. Hey. <laughs> uh, three of them that jump to the top. First one's called The East with Alexander Skarsgård. True oh, blood. Yummy. That just scared the hell out of me. <laughs> what? I, I like me some Eric Northman, okay? I can't help it. Seriously, in all honesty, if I was going to switch didn't teams, bring he'd up, be the guy. Didn't you bring up dry-humping Robin Thicke, too? Okay, I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're here to educate, and we have learned something now. <laughs> and now you know, and knowing is half the battle. That's Joe, right. Joe! <laughs> G.I. Joe was awesome. I did watch it, actually. Uh-huh. I did watch uh, Retaliation or whatever. The, oh, the yeah? second one. Oh, did you? Yeah. I still haven't. Yeah. It was I haven't fun. seen the first it one. It was. It, it's G.I. Joe. And it's, it's it's The Rock. And they, they did kill off uh, Chan and Kadem way too fast. Yeah. Yep. But... You got the rock. I, as I'm, I'm just hoping when and if three happens, I want them to bring back Marlon Wayans, bring back Ripport, because I think him bantering with the rock, I think, could be really, really well done. There's not enough time in any movie to let those two guys go and talk and just well, have I, them doing it while they're shooting. Like I, I wholly agree that it would be so much fun to watch those two just go. Okay, cameras on, guys, go and just watch them go. And you could probably kill three hours quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's one of the actors that can pull off the improv. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when he's all done. It's all part of the plan. That's right. It sound like it's part of the plan. <laughs> Any excuse for a soundboard. Yeah. Okay. The second one's called the bling ring. Now, it, this one I know nothing about because I have not heard of it. It's an interesting flick. It is? Um, yeah. It's by Sofia Coppola. Emma Watson's in it. Yes, she's oh, uh, she's I the mean. only name. She's the only name. It's based on actual events about these like uh, snotty um, Hollywood teenagers that they they basically steal from celebrities. Um, they just they find out when a celebrity's in home if they're like in Miami or they're across the country, whatever, and they go to their house. And half the house they go to, the door is open. Like the back <laughs> door is wide open. They just walk in, and they end up taking stuff and whatnot, and. They, well, of course, they're idiots, so they post everything on Facebook and whatnot. <laughs> and eBay, eventually, Paris when it finally gets caught up, because there is security footage that it's blurry, went up, but eventually things get out and they get caught. And in the end, when when it was all said and done, they got busted for like $3 million worth of stolen merch. Nice. Oof. Well, you're talking like designer shoes and, and dresses and jewelry and like all that stuff. The people, whenever they wore it somewhere, half these celebrities, they only wear it once and then it sits in their closet, right? A nice haul. So, well. Yeah. But it's <laughs> like the, um, some of the reviews um, that, that I, I read recently about it with it coming out is uh, like some people said that there wasn't enough character development and whatnot. That was the point of it. These they these kids are doing it, and one of them shows a little bit of remorse, but he likes being in the crowd because he was never like that before. Oh, okay. But the main the ringleader of it all, she just does it, and 
think she has no remorse because uh, it's whatever. Well, like through like uh, th- like a thrill kill cult. Oh, basically, thing. yeah. They just they don't they don't really care. And even when they get caught, yeah, they they're crying and blah 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 because they got caught. Emma Watson in particular is freaking hilarious how she plays it off because she turns it around into her being the victim in the end. Like it's like, <laughs> and she's she is really really good in it. Yeah. All right, might have right. to see that. One. Yeah. And then the last big one coming out tomorrow. Oops. Tuesday. <laughs> Damn, I always pull that curtain little, back, little don't peek I? behind the curtain no. yet again. Breaking World... kayfabe. Yes. World War Z. Hi. We're, we're uh, familiar yes, with this. I've flick. seen that. I'm, yes. I'm anxious to see it, and I hear that with it coming out, it's an extended version with more footage. So It's, it's actually kind of nice to uh, see it in the theater yep. and still be around when it rolls out on video. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. Yay, rapture <laughs> didn't come. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. 
With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Now there's a crap load of TV shows coming out. Yeah. Yeah. The Arrow, first season, CSI. That's a good show. 13th season. CSI is 13th? Yes, 14th starting up in September. still going? Yeah, that's unreal. Which one? Uh, The original, Las Vegas. Oh. Yeah, there's Leverage, season 5, Heartland, season 3, Nashville, season 1, Mentalist, season 5. But there is one series coming out that I suggest, Bates Motel, season 1. Oh. My son watched most of it. I think he might have like two episodes that are still sitting on the DVR, but I don't I want to see it. I'm curious, but I couldn't bring myself to sit down and watch it. I was worried about it destroying the mythos for me of Anthony Perkins, you know, Norman Bates, but it is nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll break down. I've got we're we're finally getting into into Breaking Bad. Like my 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 boy finally got all caught up because I wanted to. We're watching the last episodes together. We're three episodes into the last set, so we've got three more episodes as of la, uh, as of the latest. Well, so after we're getting there. After last night, there's only two. Right. So oh, we, damn, with, after with, Sunday night, damn it! I keep pulling that curtain back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm finally, finally into the new stuff, and oh yes. Oh, who said I'm halfway through season. Four now. Oh, you're almost there then. Almost there. Nice. Yep. So I said I get home from work, power through a couple episodes, hit the gym, come record. That's what I did today. So live in the if, dream. If, if uh, the season finale of four does not make you yell, holy fuck. You There's almost, something wrong with you. you almost I almost censored say. myself. Yes, I almost <laughs> did. <laughs> Season well, finale of four. Oh yes. Okay. All right. So, um, since we're on TV right now, who watched the uh, season premiere of Sons? Sons of Anarchy. Is that a good show? I've heard I, about I've it. I've heard it's an up and coming. Uh, it's on the what the second or is that guys on bicycles? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think I know the show. They have the uh, Queen song. Get on your bikes and ride. That's absolutely. <laughs> All I can say about that that season premiere is it messed with my head. There it is. That's Breaking Bad. That's Breaking Bad. Which Jimmy Fallon did a thing last week. Oh it's called God. Joking Bad. That is freaking like hilarious. About him and his last six months with the Late Show because he's moving to the Tonight Show. Yeah. Oh my God! Is there so many? Like, it, not only is it a direct parody, but it's got so many little nods to the show. Like little things. Watch the background; you'll see something. Yeah, like all over. Little things <laughs> well, they say. Walter White's in it. Uh, Jesse's in it. Cranston and, and Cranston the crowd. and Aaron Paul both pop up. Saul is directly in it. Nice. Oh yes. Saul's getting a spinoff. Better yes. call Saul. Yep. Yes, he is. Oh, I can't wait for that to see. <laughs> but it, yeah, that's something to check out on YouTube. It's, yeah. it's called Joking Bad, and oh, it I, was awesome. I got to tell you, I'm not a big Jimmy Fallon fan. I watch it. I don't mind him. 
but I watched this thing and I laughed so hard sometimes. He's he's grown on me big time over the last like couple months. I'm liking a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Go Ooh. back and rewatch stuff on YouTube and it's I keep finding more gold. Don't get a suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm going to stop there. But we know what we're talking yeah, about. We know what we're talking about. Sons of Anarchy, the yes. season episode or season opener. Oh, that was a fantastic way it, to it go back in. with my head, but I could see where the connection is to that big that big event. Yep. You know where that's going to lead. Yep. So, wow. All I could say is poor Otto did not start the season well. Oh. No. And he's he's <laughs> the creator of the show. Yes. The, oh. That's the writer making getting himself he, into those he wrote situations. That. <laughs> yeah. And this is when I want to get. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Otto. Yeah, not me. <laughs> no, that. I know. They said, um, I know Kurt Sutter took a lot of flack on uh, how the show climaxed well, yeah. on Twitter. Well, yeah. And it, uh, I, I'm not sure how I land on that. I really. I, I can understand. I can understand the feelings, but in in the same sense, you know, you, you got to move on. I know I don't, I'm not trying to make light of a horrific situation. Okay. I'm sorry. Spoilers. It's a school shooting. Yeah. Okay. Not graphic in the least. Okay. You but it's, see, but, it's, but it all happens yeah. off camera and you know what happens. Yes. It's an absolutely horrific situation and it, you know, it, it truly is a dark period, but you can't, you can't hold back art. No, no. Uh, I think because of something like that. Yes. Okay. Is there a mourning period? I think a mourning period should have passed by now, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I think he, uh, Kurt Sutter, said it best when he's going. Um, said you got to keep that scab picked to keep it flowing and talked about. You can't yeah. let it sit keep it as uh keep it in people's minds that yeah. this sort of thing can happen you gotta you know be prepared blah 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 yes yeah. absolutely I, that that, like, that mentality is perfect going into it he knew exactly what he was doing he knew exactly what he was gonna garner for doing something like that oh and yeah it, it keeps the conversation going it can't that kind of conversation can't die doing something like that it reopens the wound but Everybody's still talking about it now, and it should never leave the consciousness of uh, anybody. To be totally honest, things like that bug me. Um, The prime example is Gangster Squad. That movie was almost done, and then they had the Dark Knight Rises shooting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they went back, and they refilmed entire scenes because it too closely resembled what happened. Now, to me, just like this... You can't change things like that because you can't change it in reality. No. In that same same vein, the movie The Watch was originally called Neighborhood Watch. But after the Trayvon Martin shooting Uh, down in Florida, they actually pushed the movie back, I think, by three months, maybe more, and repackaged the entire movie as The Watch instead. Uh, It's just... It's so hard not to... um, mixed reality with the way the movies are coming out anymore and like you can't you can't hold art back no matter how raw that wound is it it, it 
keeps people talking. You have to confront the things that scare us the most. That way they stop scaring us. Mm-hmm. Take exactly. away the power. Yeah. Yeah. Own it. Take it back. Wow. That's just uh-huh. it. If they d- took away all the bad things that ever happened out of movies, you would not have movies. No. no. I said, you can't even watch Wizard of Oz because... The most, like when it first came out, the the most terrifying scenes got to be the flying monkeys tearing apart the scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, they said it's not any different than anything anybody's ever seen in an, in a contemporary movie. It's that level of violence right there. Okay, he's a scarecrow, big deal. Well, he's he's one step away from a human being getting torn apart that, by that a That straw flying around is his guts. Yeah, that's yep. him. That's his, his being is being torn apart on screen graphically. Yep. Uh, so, he, but, yeah, you can't not do stuff like that. No, I, I, it absolutely. Because like you said, it keeps the keeps it in the public eye. You know, it keeps people thinking about it. And it's when you stop thinking about it that other people start... And it happens again. Yes. Yeah. But see, as far as that scarecrow goes, I think it was a good thing. Because then later he got to be rebuilt. Oh. Yes. Bigger. Stronger. Maybe. Uh. (laughs) Can you hear it? Come on. Nope. Oh. How about this one? Uh, Okay. Got to work on that timing. That was a waste. (laughs) Well, no. Actually, I tried this one. And nothing happens. And nothing happens again. Ah, it's the board. Ah. (laughs) No light speed? No light speed. No. (laughs) 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 Wow. Okay. Uh, Now, after that dark turn, we can all agree. We, we, like Sons of Anarchy, it's great for it to be back and all dark turn and all blah, blah, blah. All right. I'm just glad it's back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's been a billion years. It feels like since that was on. <laughs> so, we did not have a discussion topic this week because we kind of decided amongst ourselves that the the cult classic that we uh, episode that we just did, uh, we didn't touch on nearly everything that oh. we got yelled at, and and and. and in all honesty, in all fairness, yeah, we never could. Oh, no, you know? we could probably do two more full episodes no, and yeah. still find more to go. I think you could have a whole <laughs> other series based just on cult classics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But now it's <laughs> okay. It, it's even in our theme song, and we totally, totally dropped the ball on this one. It's uh, okay. The the Planet of the Apes series. <laughs> <laughs> that is a huge cult following there. Um, just, just a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now, honestly, it's been a very long time since I've seen any of the original series. And I haven't even watched Rise. I've oh. never actually watched Rise. And I hear I hear nothing but good things about it. I really liked it. But I have it. not watched it. I did. I liked it. It was – It. I think it uh, – it's taken uh, everything in a real cool direction. And like I said, now the technology is to the point where they can do some really cool shit with the monkeys. You can uh, you can expect some real kick-ass. Uh, well, there is supposed to be another one coming. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, said, there has to surprise be. me. No, well, they said they, they, 
they open the door with the first, with the the rise. Let's well, it's rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. It, if that's not saying okay, we've got a sequel somewhere, like somebody's really dropped the ball. I, I, it has to come out some. But sometime. with that being said, okay, the cult following is going back to the originals, the classic Heston, the the rubber faced monkeys. Oh yeah, you know, half, um, half was it Malcolm Malcolm McDowell. Yep. Malcolm McDowell, yep. yep. And, uh, and, uh, no way. Way. Uh oh. Did you realize there's Planet of the Erotic Ape? <laughs> no, it doesn't surprise me at all. It stars Candy Doll, Monique Gabriel, Addie Morton. Jeez, how did I miss this? I don't know. Was it up for AVNs? Uh, if it did, it didn't win. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Porn parodies. Uh, There's some good ones. (laughs) (laughs) But why is that on? That could be a whole nother topic. (laughs) Every everybody that I work with goes, "So what are you going to do, porn?" (laughs) I get asked that too. (laughs) The tagline is "Babes in Kong Land." Oh, oh, brother! Yeah, terrible. Anyway, back to Planet of the Apes. Charlton. Heston. Well, that was wasn't that. Um, okay, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. Wow. Okay. <laughs> On to you, Rob. What? Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the caboose of his train. I'm oh. not sure. <laughs> well, I, I, I just finished watching up a, a little cult India flick. It was actually it ended up being a trilogy. I don't know if you guys might have heard of Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Is that like the bling ring? Yeah. Yes. Lord, Lord of the Rings. Um, is that that scary one from Korea? Yep. No, that's no, the dude that dances. That dances. Yeah, Michael Flatley. That's oh, Lord of the Lord, Rings. Oh. Lord of the River Dance. Right? Lord of the River. Oh, okay. No. Never mind. <laughs> no, I actually what I ended up watching was a uh, Zombie Land. I love that movie. So much fun. And then on the strength of what we were talking about uh, last week, I ended up going back and rewatching Fight Club as well. Shh, don't talk about Fight Club. I'm talking about Fight Club. That's it. He's out of Fight Club. <sighs> That's it. I'm picking You're my out. Just, sorry, everybody. This is the last podcast you'll ever hear. <laughs> no, we'll just move on without you. How? Uh, dude, you'll be replaced. Got the- I've got the laptop. You yeah, got, you, got, you got one in front of you. We, I got a laptop. I don't have a clue how to use it. All right, I'm, all right, you're back in. Uh, <laughs> do you want to know how I know how to use this? This is how I know. That's my extent. Right there. That's really kind of sad. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I do know that Walking Dead is now getting a companion series. Really? Oh. Yes. AMC's developing it. Uh, let me see here. Be scripted by Robert Kirkman. Okay. And Gail Ann Hurd is going to produce it. Okay. Well, there you go. They announced it Monday, but they don't have a death. Oh, wait. The Walking Dead's most shocking deaths. The new companion series will tell a brand new story and feature a new cast of characters and again be based on Kirkman's long-running comics. Huh. Well. I don't know, but according to my, my boys who've read all the comics, like they read all the trades, that uh, there's a lot that the show does not get into. They've cut like the major big arcs and whatnot, but there's a lot more that they can get into. So, well, uh, it's got the following to warrant it. So, yeah, like I said, I, 
when uh, when I first started to get into The Walking Dead, the first couple se- uh, seasons, and then I said, looking back at the trades, and I'm, I'm trying to sync up the trades with the the shows, and I'm going just not working. Like it's it it stayed close enough to keep the comic book geek and me familiar with the the product, and then it just kind of went. Well, we can't go verbatim from the book, so we'll go take a couple left turns here, and we'll try and figure things out. So, I it's still a fun series. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like it. I I I love it. <laughs> I really do. It's like uh, okay, never mind. I'll stop there. I was going to say it's one of my favorites, but I got too many favorites, and when it comes to TV shows, so what are you doing? Uh-oh. I just didn't want any more water. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I get to make a Kevin Smith reference. Yay. What? Whoa, yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Kevin Smith. 47 minutes and 22 seconds. Okay. Uh, yeah, on the 13th podcast. The podcast. I don't think I've mentioned him yet. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Smith said about The Walking Dead, it takes the worst thing of the movies and makes it better. The worst thing about the zombie movies, they end. Yeah. This does it. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's a great... Great way to look at it. How dare you show us up? Or... Uh, whoa! <laughs> oh, okay, well, we're under an earthquake. <laughs> Find the door frame. Get in the door frame. Yeah, just fell down the stairs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Going down into the vault again. I think we're gonna have to bolt these mic stands to the floor. I think so. Uh, uh... <laughs> Oh, I can't believe they said that to you. That's it. We got to get this studio audience out of here. The now. studio audience of one. <laughs> one little squirrel. Okay. Moose and squirrel. But yeah, that's what he said about Walking Dead. It, it keeps going. Like, that's what the, the zombie movies, it, you always get to the end. It's like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um. From a, this actually wasn't. I don't. Well, we might have brought it up in the call episode, but before that, um, I finally watched John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, the horror episode. Yes, that it's, movie is amazing for is. special effects. It is. It's and it holds up. Eighty two. It's thirty. Thirty one years. Thirty one. Thirty. I can't do math. Thirty one <laughs> years, and it does hold up really, really well. Like I really liked it. I was wrong. I've never seen the movie. Period. I thought I might have seen it when I was a kid and it'd come back. Nope. I find some of the effects in that movie better than its CGI prequel. Oh, well, see, that falls into the... Your your physical effect is right there. Your actor has something to act against. Mm-hmm. The CGI, no matter how good your CG is, always looks to be far too clean, doesn't look... Like it's not physical. You can't like with with the thing. You can actually reach out and touch something. This you have to act against the tennis ball. Yep, on a stick. On a stick. Yeah, on good a luck stick. on a stick. <laughs> but no, I. It was. Like, it goes back to my uh, like Star Wars. The very first time we saw Star Wars, everything was dirty and used, and it looked like it. It had physical weight behind it. Mm-hmm. When the prequels came out, everything got clean. Well, there was a purpose to that in the story. Well, I, I understand that it was the, the, the golden age of 
the Republic or whatever it was. But still, like even if even when they went to Tatooine, everything looked clean. It didn't look used. It didn't look yeah, Moss Espa, it should look used because they have the sandstorms that come through. Exactly. Yes, I agree with you there. And, like, some of the list. No comment. No comment? I'm not. I don't want to get back into that debate again. I don't want to get angry. (laughs) Angry? We had that discussion months ago. (laughs) No, I'm not going there again. What what, what do you mean? I will punch George Lucas in the face. (laughs) Yo, 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 man, you better back off. I'm getting a little pissed here. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care if I try and ch- punch him and he uh, just puts his, oh, I, okay, I won't be able to punch him. He has a wall of like $2 billion in between. Us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and stormtroopers. Yes. Yes. He probably bought real life stormtroopers for $2 billion. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. So the <laughs> but I know what you mean. It was that dirty, gritty, real life feel. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And yes, the, the live effects. They, it's just even just the color tones and whatnot look so much better than a live action with CGI. They can very rarely, very rarely can you see a CGI effect where it's a dead on to the tone of everything else around it. Like most movies, you can the CGI just has that little slight brighter haze to it or something. I've I've seen one I know just that pops into my head that was really good. District Nine. Yes, you get the prawns. Those yes. guys look like they belong there. Yeah. Yes. But again, it's hard to, to act off that yeah. when it's just a tennis ball on his dick. Wow. I said, when you, when you try to mix the uh, live action with the CGI and the special effects, it that's where it kind of disconnects me a little bit. Like if you're going to go like a full CG movie, like avatar or something like that, then it's okay to go to make it look like that because that whole movie looks like that because you don't have the, the, uh, oh, what the, uh, Damn it. <laughs> You're my, on that same train, my, aren't you? My, my word thing is broken. <laughs> I actually saw it hop out your ear and down your shoulder. That was really cool. <laughs> uh, well, I had a good point. <laughs> it sounded good r- up here. It was a real good point. I think it's just hiding over by the bookshelf. We'll get it when the show is over. <laughs> I need you to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> I, you got Rob? Do you have any movies you think we missed? This is making for great radio. Yes. Well, okay. Because <laughs> another one that came to mind for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, Office Space. Oh yes. It, yeah. it it's <laughs> it was it's to me it's a very underrated comedy. It really can't, really does fly under the radar. Mike Judd is true. But, but so many people really have drawn from it. And uh, I heard uh, an interview with the lead actor, Ron, I think Ron Livingston, I think is his name. Yep. And he still to this day has people coming up saying, yeah, I'll be, because of that movie, I quit my job and just went with the flow. And I've, I live a better life because of it. And, like this movie inspires people. Yeah. It just... I liked it the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, this is so, if this is what office jobs are, 
I am never, ever, ever going to step foot in an office no matter Yeah, what. we're going to need those TPS reports right uh, away. Um, just, I can understand why people just snap. And but, but what's the standout in that movie? Without a doubt, Stephen Root. Oh, yeah. Have you seen my stapler? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want my stapler. Here's, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a problem with my paycheck. Here's the best part about that. Where I work in the, in the shipping office, there's two red. Oh staples. no way! That, and every every time I, <laughs> I said if I if I remember that movie, I try to steal one of them. And the, and the girls are going, "Hey, that's mine." <laughs> I did think of a cult movie. Oh, hey! Thanks for contributing. What is your major malfunction, num oh, oh, absolutely! Oh, Full Metal Jacket. <sighs> yes. So good. Kubrick. Kubrick. And that's Arlie Emery's first film. He wasn't even an actor. That drill sergeant was not an actor. No. He was a legitimate retired drill sergeant. He was brought in for coaching. And uh, during the second day of filming, Arlie went and put on his uniform and showed up and said, I got to teach. I'll show. <laughs> and, and now he's an actor because of it. Yep. yep. Oh, he's carved himself out a hell of a career off of yeah. that, that movie right there. Oh, big time. Oh, that's yes. so good. Oh, I missed that. I gotta watch that. That's again. one that yeah, I'm, what I'm watching. Is your soon. Major malfunction, num nuts? I had to play it again. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how many Kubrick films I've actually watched. Like I know I've watched a couple, but that one is my favorite. Oh man, yeah. Um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio yep. was incredible in that movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gomer Pyle. <sighs> And it almost feels like two movies when you watch that one. Yeah, very yes. much so. Very yeah. much so. It has the boot camp, and then it has Vietnam. But, and another, the other, to me, the other standout in that movie, because we brought him up a few weeks ago, Adam Baldwin. Yeah. <sighs> that boy's in everything, though. And, yep. but, and, but he was gold. Yep. Yep. You know, it just, you go back how far. You know, he has been gold his entire career, never in a starring spot, but he steals that spotlight when he's in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good, ah, that's a good pull. That's a that, damn it. Now I gotta go and watch that one. Yeah, tonight. yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, now none of them are working. Oh, he used up your soundboard juice. Tonight, if you will sleep with your rifle, they will give your rifle a girl's name because this is the only pussy you people are going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You are pukes. You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Okay, let's end the show. I have to watch that now. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Uh, it's just... Ah, so good. That and... Um, uh, Platoon was also another uh, uh, yes, really yeah. fantastic uh, Vietnam movie. Charlie Sheen, Willem Dafoe. Yep. Yes, and that was Tom Oliver Berenger. Stone, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thought so. See, yep. Oliver Stone to me, some I, I I like a few of his. Actually, okay, I like three of his that I know for sure. Uh, Platoon, mm-hmm. um, JFK, mm-hmm. and Natural Born Killers. What about Doors? I've never actually watched it. What? No, I've never actually watched it. No. Oh, dear. But uh, a lot of people like to go on about any given Sunday. I think we had that discussion in the sports episode. 
I, any given Sunday, it was it was okay. It was it, was it okay. had it was a good, couple. But... Well, you you've got that uh, the the, uh, the Pacino speech in the locker room. That's uh, everybody. If you if you've ever played sports and you need to get motivated, just listen to that that little section of uh, dialogue, and you'll go. All right, I'm gonna go kick some ass now. So yeah, that they said. I think it's good for sections. Okay. Not taken as a whole, but you don't sections. like Wall Street? That was Stone? That was Oliver Stone. Oh my, okay, I like Fork. Yeah, Wall Street, I love Wall Street. <laughs> don't know this is on your talk radio. That is a phenomenal yeah, movie. Radio. Oh, I don't oh, know oh, that oh, one. Oh, oh. Uh for another cult one, what about American Psycho? Ah, Christian Bale. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, I admit it was it was he was good. He was like brilliant in that movie, but yeah. the movie itself didn't sit well with me. How so? It's a one-time watch. It's, I don't know. It just, I don't know. There's something about it. I just, I don't want to see it again. I don't need to see it again. Oh, but no. I, I admit that Bale was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I said, <laughs> everybody needs a pet psycho for, uh, <laughs> keep what Wall was, Street interesting. What was, oh, Shaft. He was also in Shaft, but he played a very yes. similar character yep. to, uh. uh no, he just played the, uh. Entitled rich boy who thought he could get away with murder. Right. Yep. Yep. Shaft. Shaft. Oh. Nice pull. <laughs> that is the quintessential Samuel L. Jackson oh, right there. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you said you got to go. If you're going to do Shaft, you may as well go right back to the Richard Roundtree. Yeah. I never saw the, the originals. Original. Oh. Never. No. Nah. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> that is unique. Yes. <laughs> well, that, Shaft is considered black exploitation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. See, the only black exploitation I can watch, but it's a send up to, is Black Dynamite. That's, that was so it's, fun. It, it's and there's supposed to be another one coming. Oh, nice! So and it's I was all gonna, I, the same people involved. I thought you were going to say Blackula or something. No, <laughs> no. They should remake that. Blackula? Yes. Oh, who who'd make a good uh, good Blackula? Oh, Uh-oh. he's pushing buttons again, folks. I'm looking it Hold up. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. 1972. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. I was one. <laughs> it was Richard Marshall played, or sorry, William Marshall played Blackula. No and idea. Yeah, I don't nope. know who anybody in this movie is. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. If they, if they rebooted Blackula. If they rebooted Blackula. Who would you cast as the lead? Um, okay, are you going, are, are, are we trying to be serious? Or is it trying to be kind of silly campy? Um, well, when Blackula first came out, it took itself seriously. If, if you're going to take it serious, then I see maybe, well, maybe Jackson. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, he'd probably be the vampire hunter if there is if there is one in it. Here's the tag. Here's the, the synopsis, I guess you'd say. Okay. An ancient African prince turned into a vampire by Dracula himself finds himself in modern Los Angeles. Go. Snipes. That's oh. exactly who I was thinking, too. <laughs> well, was, he's already done the vampire thing, though. No, but if he's take been it on serious the on the, the other side, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Now, if you take it camp... I, I go. I want to go to the because the, the first name that came to my head. If you're going to go camp, we brought him up earlier. Marlon Wayans. Ah, 
Chris Rock. Uh, yeah, Chris Rock. Rock. Yeah. You think so? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yep. Wow, this is a different turn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I have no idea how that got twisted around, but you know what? We're going to try a topic like that. I think we should. We'll pick a movie and say, we're going to reboot it, make the cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We'll we'll do that for a discussion at some point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We each come up with a movie maybe or something. Yeah. Yeah. It could be fun. Oh, yeah. Dreamcasting? Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Star Wars. Oh. Yes. (laughs) They have uh, almost basically confirmed (laughs) that there are two more offshoot movies coming. Young Han Solo, which will take place between episodes three and four. Are they going to get Shia LaBeouf to play him? Don't know. No. But he should, because he's already been in a Harry movie. That's right. And a Boba Fett movie. Oh. Which takes place between episodes four and five. Oh, hells yes. I'm in. Yes. Hey, I'm in for that one. Yeah. The young yep. Han Solo, not so much. Well, like I said, where young, is it, uh, unless they do the thing where he finally gets recruited into the Imperial Imperial Navy and then they do like a full metal jacket. I got four yeah. words for you. Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I took the, sail, the wind out of his sails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, that was a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob, had to be done. Say, I've been hornswoggle. Uh, he's been waiting for that. One. I have been. <laughs> yes, okay. While entertaining to a point, I do see your your uh, your uh, dilemma. Exactly. Well, okay. But that's why you get Shia LaBeouf in there. He's already played Mutt. He's already got the uh, the Fonzie jacket, so he can he can drive the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Come nah. on, come no. on! Nope. You're not turning me this you time. You can see nope. Chewbacca as a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my puppy could play the role. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> see, you see, you no, actually have just, a casting. Actually, my dog is more Ewok than Wookiee. That's <laughs> right. You need that dog off your Facebook. Oh, freaking mane on it. That, uh, <laughs> the Tibetan Mastiff. Yes, it's <laughs> huge. Mastiff. I can uh, you, wash my car at one time. Yeah, one, one pass. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you need. Uh, go take a look at my Facebook page. Okay. There's a. I'm 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 begging Mags for. Uh, when our uh, <laughs> new dog. Buddy, it's her birthday. I think she deserves a present. There you go. Ah, there you go. Now we're thinking. See? Now, <laughs> if anybody out there has a free Tibetan mask. <laughs> <laughs> Boy's got a mouth like a cannon. Always shooting it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, we gotta we gotta wrap it up here. Oh, it, do we have? Yes, to? we have to. It's around that time. Does this mean I have to shut up? <sighs> yeah. Okay, I'll shut up. I'm not one that has to keep talking. Some fellas just have to keep their mouths flapping, but not me. I was brought up right. My pa used to tell me shut up, and I'd shut up. I wouldn't say nothing. One time, Don near starved to death. Wouldn't tell him I was hungry. <laughs> I just set that one up. <laughs> uh, 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 just lob them balls, and he's going to keep spiking them. That boy's about as sharp as a bowling so, uh, ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, time to wrap it up. Yeah, all right. So if you are 
a new fan of the uh, the podcast, you can definitely find us on iTunes. Uh, just do a search for the, the Movie Madhouse on iTunes. When you do find us, if you could please leave a review and a five-star rating, we'd really appreciate and that. that. You know, you, and uh, it might be, uh, you, you know, you can just search on us. But if you scroll through the new and noteworthy section oh, of right. iTunes, yeah. you might find the Movie Madhouse down a few pages. Right. Yes. We're in there. Somewhere. And if for some reason you can't give us a five-star rating, hit us up at themoviemadhouse at gmail.com and let us know what we can do better. Absolutely. Yes, please. Yeah, and if you are, if you are on your smartphone, uh, you can... Find us on the uh, the Stitcher Stitcher Radio uh, smartphone app. You can listen to us in your car. You can take us anywhere. Won't take up that much space, but the size of your your iPhone. Yeah, yeah. And you can find us over on the Jason Mod Podcast Network. Oh yes, yes. Our friends over at Jason Mod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where else what are we? we? Forgetting oh, the moviemadhouse.com. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, the, the web page. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So that, that takes you right to the, the, uh, the catalog. You can catch all our uh, our back issues. And um, is that, oh, yeah. Our, uh, you can look for us on Facebook as well. Just yes. The Movie Madhouse Facebook group. We yeah. uh, like to have our discussions uh, carry over onto the Facebook page. Yeah, it's a very mm-hmm. active page, too. That's what I really like about that. It's We... We get a lot of ideas from the fan. The I can't call them fans. The listeners. There we go. Uh, well, the, I think they're fans. Uh, if they're listening, okay, that puts too much pressure on them. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of. Yeah. It? Now yeah. I got to like all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, said we get we get a lot of ideas from the discussion that the uh, the listeners bring to the page, and then we can flesh it out and talk about it here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. Which reminds me, um, do you want to do a quick announcement or a reminder about JX3's upcoming event? Yes, it's a Super Mario tournament. (laughs) (laughs) I just found it, so I had to play it. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Yes, actually, we have a shoot coming up September 22nd at JASBA in Chatham, Ontario. Corner of King and Third. That's right. So if you want to get your, your mug on a movie screen... Yes. Now, if you do, you need to send us an email because our list is filling up very fast. And we might actually not have room for everyone. Wow. I know. So definitely shoot us an email, and that would be at... uh, Oh, good Lord. What's her email address? Our email address? No, Christina's. With a K. (laughs) (laughs) Something to do with JX3? It probably is. You know what? (laughs) I'm going to pull up mine real quick. I'll give you mine. Christina with a K. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay. Apparently she's in here as well. She's in her own listen, little. They, they can also find the the JX3 media productions uh, page. Yes, yeah, so it's linked. Well. It's linked through the the movie Madhouse group. I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen. Yeah. It. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. the way to do it. Yep. Uh, yep. All right. So didn't want didn't want that to get missed out. No, absolutely. Ooh. Yeah, you can come down. You get to see all three of us there. Yes, <laughs> lucky devils. Yes, here. I signed my first autograph a week ago. Really? Yes. Like a real one? Yes. Damn it! All I've signed is a ticket. Well, you <laughs> told me that doesn't count. No, it doesn't no, I count. signed a legitimate autograph. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Who? 
Uh, one of your my kids? Wife, one your of my kids wife's coworkers. do not count. One of my wife's coworkers. Get out of here. I'm serious. She came up to me with a notepad and said, can I have your autograph? And so you wrote, said, said why? I, no, I knew why. No. We're going places, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now how much did your wife pay to get that done? No, no. No, there, no, no. no money changed hands. That you know of. That You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything to push him down. I haven't got an autograph. <laughs> well, for this week's Movie Madhouse, I'm Jason. He's <laughs> just so happy. I know. Just, <laughs> the curtain's going down. First one little balloon, and suddenly he's sad. <laughs> sad Hulk. <laughs> I'm Rob Bellamy. I'm Mike Lutz. Farewell, everyone. See ya. Talk to you next week. See ya. Train of thought just derailed, and there okay, were no survivors. You, you, you gestured dramatically with your hand. See at the and empty chair. Yes, you, because you were looking for Jason for support. Support. Yeah, that's what and I looked to him for. The chair will give you more support than Jason. That is true. Thank you, chair. I'm in love with an inanimate object. Yeah. Oh, wait, that sounds familiar. <laughs> I think we did that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. No, the show, not the falling in. Yeah, never. Mind. Wow. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. And you know what? I did not go to the film festival this year like I did last year. Uh, well, you were busy. Yes. Still, I was sad. Well, there's always next year. That's right. It, like, they didn't announce the end of the TIFF. That is true. Thank goodness. I would like to go see the uh, uh, the Midnight Madness stuff. Is that like the movie Madhouse? No. No? No, much better. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, you're done. That's it. <laughs> Dave, fire him. Hey. <laughs> or not. Okay. We got our final, final flashback. Final, final? Final, final <laughs> for this episode. Yeah. Dave's going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're not canceling. <laughs> Didn't I tell well, you, Dave? He might. He might after this, yeah. yes. Okay, this one is called What We Think, number 15, Is She Seizing or Twerking? <laughs> Sadie and Dave. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Sadie and Dave are back this week with new material such as answering tweets in this week's email brown bag special, a humor saying goodbye, a special person in the helping hand, and very entertaining news in our headline news. And then the moment we've all been waiting for as Sadie goes on a rant about a celebrity that makes Dave's rants sound like he was singing a hymn at Sunday school. <laughs> I'm thinking she doesn't like Miley. I'm thinking. Mm, let's find out. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Number 15. It's Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am Miss Siggy Burbank. Well, the heat is almost gone. Oh, I know. Well, you know what? They said that last week, too. But at least I don't think it's as humid. You know, and people who live where it's really humid are, are probably going, oh, for God's sake, give me a break. Because it's, what, 45% here and we're freaking out? Yes. And Because, well, but see, the thing is, we usually hang at 2 to 3%. So that's why we can tolerate 98 and 110 and like that degrees because our There's humidity, no humidity is right. so low. So when it gets to be 45 and 50 around here, we start <laughs> shrinking like violets. Shit, it's, it's like, nasty. Ah! I know. It's like, ooh, I'm all sticky and sweaty. Well, it's finally September, so that means that there's about two weeks left Hopefully of, that's of hot, what it hot means. weather. Hopefully the... that's what it means. Hope... I don't know why. It seems like we've had longer monsoons this year. 
Yes. Does it seem that way to you yes. or is it just me? No. I mean, usually we get a couple of weeks of monsoons and we go, okay, that's good. Now we're done. But no, it's been more like a couple of months. Well, maybe not that long, but it's been at, at least, least six, four weeks. I was going to say six weeks, maybe. Yeah. So I'm tired of it. Thank you. Okay, God, turn it off. And you know, the, the, the comical thing is, is if the listeners go and t- tap into the Wynn and Burbank, uh-huh. at the beginning of the year in January, we're like, freezing our asses <laughs> off. I can't wait till summer. I know, I know, I know. But, I think about that all the time. I think about, especially when it gets dark earlier. Yes. You know, because I really like the summer hours with, you know, daylight from 0500 to 21, 2200 at night. That's that's cool. I like that a lot. Um, and now it's like, oh, God, seven 730 at night, it's, it's dark now. And it's not light until <clears throat> six something. Well, see, this, we're coming into my favorite time of the year. Of course, we're on Pacific Daylight Time. We yes. should mention that, too. Yes. For those people around the world who are not. Because, um, well, we're... And, and they're probably listening like, oh, my God, 2%, 40% humidity. Yeah, I know. They're, and they're standing there in the rain, and it's 112. I know. I it's, know. Uh, it's all relative, though. Well, that's it's what you're used to. Well, that's Southern California for you. Yeah. You know. For me, anything over 80 degrees is too hot, and anything under, you know. And they're going, well, then why do you live there, yeah. moron? Yeah. And you got a point. You know, why do we live here? This is as close as we can get to what we like. You know, the ideal is, what, 24 hours of 82% or 82 degrees yes. and 3% humidity. That's ideal. Now, I don't think there's anywhere that that happens. But I was going to say, if anybody wants to know why we live here, at towards the end of September into October, before it's gorgeous, you, yeah. that is the whole reason yeah, I'm I live it's, here. It's is nice. That is my favorite time of the year. It's nice. And for me, there's nothing better. I love it. It's nice. Plus, and, well, spring is nice too. You got to admit, spring is nice here. Yes. From March to June, it's it's really cool. So we get like four months out of the year are decent. The rest of the time, it's either pissing moat because it's too hot or pissing moat because it's too cold. <laughs> Well, I was going to say that, and I, you know, I love Halloween. Halloween's one of my favorite, you know, oh, yeah? times of the year. Into so, the pumpkin thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 all. You know what I do? I don't do a pumpkin. I go to the store and I pick out the the most lowly, ugliest little squash I can find because I feel sorry for it <laughs> because all the pumpkins get all the attention because they're pretty and round and orange, and here's this poor little green squash with 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 things growing out of its side of its head, you know, <laughs> like it's some sort of some sort of elephant squash, elephant man squash. Right. You know? And so I take it home and I put it up on the top of the microwave and then I decorate it with a little hat and stuff and I talk to it and make it feel better. And I'm really okay. I mean, they haven't come for me yet. <laughs> They're thinking about it, though. Um, <sighs> maybe this year I can try to have Lacey break out her carving skills. Oh, does she do that good? She well, does it very does well, yes. Really? Yes. You know, I don't so much. I don't... I read... I think she put it on Facebook, though. You can actually, once it's carved, you can soak it in, in bleach and water, and then it won't uh, deteriorate so quickly. Yeah, it was on Facebook. Somebody said the uh, same thing with vinegar and water. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It smells good. But... Um, yeah, I sort of do the triangles, you know, the eyes and the nose and the 
and I try to do a funny jaggedy mouth, but it, you know my well, last, artistic skills. Last are not time we there. did it, well, not we. I didn't do shit. I <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks good. That was probably you know. You were the you were the uh, cheering section. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she did one. What was it? She did a ghost. Oh yeah. And then the other one, I think, was like the headless horseman on the horse. If I remember. Oh, right. cool. Well, you know, we did one year. Uh, my son, youngest son, and his girlfriend came uh-huh. up, and we got this whole kit, you know, and it came with stencils and stuff, and we we took the stencils and we drew on the pumpkin where you're supposed to cut out, and his girlfriend has tremendous patience, unlike myself, with zero patience, and so she was really careful and tedious and all that, and she kind of really, and then we lit them up, you know, and put them out on the landing sort of by the front door so when the kids came they were all lit and scary and cute and stuff and that was neat but most of the time to tell you the truth i don't even carve them uh-huh. uh i just do a felt tip pen <laughs> you know because i actually make pie out of my pumpkins oh okay I very rarely buy a pumpkin that i don't at least Use, okay at least cook it and make squash sometimes i'll um because we have that Vitamix thing, you know, that grinds uh, seeds and stems and whatnot into uh-huh. liquid. Yes. Um, and so sometimes I'll, like, take it and, and bake it, and then I scoop out the pulp and save that for a pie, and then I take all the rest of it, including the seeds, which I cut out earlier and set aside, if I did, uh, and then I put all of that in the Vitamix and make this pulp stuff out of it that I use to make my cookies with. Oh. And it's nutritious as the Dickens and and fiber rich and all like that. And it's really easy to do if you have a Vitamix. I should sell them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's you know, but that's just me. I was raised to, you know, don't waste it. So I don't, I you know, if I, if I cut it and put a candle in it, then it's garbage. That's it. I don't, I don't try to cook with it. Ah. So sometimes You're I just... me hungry. <laughs> I know, huh? Sometimes I just draw on them with a felt tip pen and make a cute little face. And, but like I said, most of the time I do a squash now. I, I don't know. I'm demented. You're adaptable. That's what I call it. That's it. I am flexible. Yes. Yes. Well, and I, even when I do a pumpkin, I always try to find the ugliest one there is. You know, I like the ones with scars and then, you know, warts and things that grow on pumpkins. They're not really warts, but you know what I mean. They have the little things growing out of them. Right, right. Defects of one type or another. You know, everybody else goes for the nice, smooth, brown, cool ones. And I go for all the weird ones. I don't know why that is. Maybe because I can identify with them. No, I don't know what it is. I don't really know. I just do. All right, well, let's get into the show. Yes, now that we're off of pumpkins. Each and every week we get uh, comments from you listeners. And good, bad, or indifferent, we said that we read them, and, well, we read them. We do. So we call this our email brown bag special. Now this week, though, this week we're reaching out to the Twitters. Yes. The Tweeters. The Tweeters on Twitter. Yes. No, the Tweeters on Twitter. No, backwards. The Tweeters on Twitter. The Tweeters on Twitter. Okay, so yeah, we are, because we want you not to feel neglected. And I figured it would just be a, a good uh, a good roundabout way, because we do get responses from the people on Twitter. We do. We, uh, do. But we get them you know, in person, we get them in mail, we get them in email. So we, we decided that we didn't want to have you guys feel left out. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, let's see. Where do we want to start? Oh, let's start with that. What is that? The uh, Are we giving their names? Full names? Yes. Apparently nobody said withhold. Okay. And is that second name Nino? Nemo? What? I can't quite read James that. Nino. At, Nino. And okay. his Twitter address is at James R. Nino. Okay. And he wants to know, did you sign the, part, the petition to have Justin Bieber deported back to Canada? I think he wrote the petition. <laughs> I think so. Did you write that petition? I maybe? didn't, uh, but I I did hear about it. But did I honestly really? thought it was a joke. Well, maybe it is. Uh, maybe it is it real. I, did I you look? He sent in a link. I actually cut the link really? off for that. Oh. But I haven't looked at the link. Well, is, see if anybody wants to uh, give Justin a free ride home. Well, probably wouldn't free, be free, but let's face it, he could afford it. Uh, then you can have petition. Is I don't know. Has he uh, accepted United States citizenship? Has he gone out for U.S. citizenship? I think he has dual citizenship. Oh, I believe. Oh. Well, then you can't deport him. If he's got, if he, if he has a U.S. citizenship, you can't deport him. I don't care if he has a dual or not. I'll have to he's check. He's a citizen. Well, I don't have to check. I really don't care. Yeah, <laughs> to I be know. honest with I you. Know. I know. Um, but it would be kind of fun to see how many people signed the petition. Yeah. <laughs> so, did we? No. No. Would we? Probably. Um, if that answers your question, James, thank you. Uh, Kelly Hickey, and she's at the Lady Laz- Lazarus. Yes. Where did you come up with the name Jezomon? I'll let you answer that since it's your baby. Um, okay. How did okay. I come up with Jay Zomon? How did you come up with Jay Zomon? Um, okay, to start... Just break it down, Jay Zomon. <clears throat> right, well, I, I wanted to tell the oh. backstory first. Okay, all right. Um, in the beginning, when I was really young, it was actually 94, 95, I, I started this thing called Dark Myth Productions. And throughout the years, the following 20 years, it was going to be everything about the myth. It was myth this, myth that, myth this. And you jump forward to what would have become MythWorks Corporations. And I realized that what the myth was and what it stood for was kind of gone. It, myth, MythWorks was something, it was a different animal altogether. And I wanted to create something that had meaning to me again because the myth had a lot of meaning to me. At the time. At the time. And what I came up with was the most two important people in my life. And I crammed their name together and came up with Jaisalman. And it is Jay, Jaden, my son, Zoe, Zoe, my daughter, and Mon is our last name, Montoya. So essentially, if you break it down, Jaisalman actually says Jaden, Zoe, Montoya. And that's that's where Jaisalman comes from. Because that has more... And I, I don't think it'll ever change, to be honest with you, because... It, Never that, say it ever. That's yeah, well, until you get your tubes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, as far as going back to the myth, you know, oh, the, yeah, no. the kids, no, myth works the kids as, is uh, as it has been. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, it isn't now, so it must it, be it has it's, been. It's, there's still another project to become. Oh, is that yes, right? There oh, is. well, then it isn't a has been. It's a maybe yet to be. It's, and, and I'll cover this more probably in the geek news, okay. but uh, yeah, there's there's one more one more story to be told. At least one. 
And uh, okay. I'm still working on that. I've been working on it for years. Well, thank you, Kelly, for sending that in. Um, I hope that answered your question sufficiently. Um, okay, then the last one this week is from Mike... No. Ralph? Ralph Michael Malkowalski. Michalowski. And like. he's at... He's at... Let's see. I can barely read it. It's my eyes. M, it's at M-I-C-H-A-L-O. Michalo, kind of. Okay. I think it's like a trip on his name. He just left off the Vowski part. Gotcha. And okay. The Z, there's no Z in there now. Is there a Z in there in the first place? No. No. Okay, there I can see it now. Now, Michalowski. So it's at Michalo. At Michalo. Okay. Okay. And his question is the show, or not a question, it was just more of a statement. And this is the show was lots of fun. Hashtag Jaisal Modcast. Yeah. Um, Ralph, I, I appreciate you listening to us and in the beginning, you know, it's, it's, it's just flattering to have people that you have no clue who are, you know, you don't know myself or Sadie from Adam, but you enjoy our show. And, you know, I hope that you, you continue to come in every week because we do put our effort, uh, this is one of the podcasts that we sit down and we put a lot of effort before we even start talking. Yeah. I've been here for, uh, Christ, what is it? What time did I get? Five. We yeah. got back from the gym at five. Then it's uh, seven-ish now. So it's a couple hours that you've been working on content. Trying to get everything together. Trying to get it together. Um, yeah. So I, I, I appreciate you, you know, listening to to our show. And, uh, you know, there's more new shows. Sadie and my, my wife, Lacey, just came out. Probably, it's almost been a month now. Um, yeah, don't we're going to be doing it, uh, number four tomorrow. It'll be our fourth broadcast. So you guys been doing it for a month. Um, uh-huh. And we also brought in the movie Madhouse. Right. They they are from the Great White North. Um, and you know we're we're still adding more things as as it develops. You know, and it's it's all for you guys. It's all for the listeners because we don't get nothing monetarily out of this. No, no. And the more response, every time you guys send us a, uh, an email or a question or a comment. That's our to me. That's my payment. Yeah, it is. That just lets me know that you're listening. Even when they're not so good, you right? Know, some of them are kind of not. Uh, but and I, you know, I'm the one that freaks. David's uh, he's cool with it, you know. And I go, they like us, you know. But I, I get over it real quick because somebody else will say they liked of... it. So you know. Speaking of emails, yes. Um, you know, Rebecca and Aaron slipped away for about eight weeks for seeing red yeah i received last time i checked there was like 200 and something emails really of people that were pissed because they weren't they weren't there wow so tell them about that no not yet in fact i'll probably see them tonight yeah um so they have they have obligations that they have to, um, and I, I'm going to say this again on Scene Red this week, but i just throwing it out there yeah. to you because yeah. you're an executive producer, so you need to be filled in on these right. things. Um, you know, they, they have the obligation with school. Both of them have obligation right. with school. That is paramount above all things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I figure, you know, within eight weeks, two months, 
they can have their footing and because they'll both be in new schools and within two months, half a semester, they should know what they're doing. I would hope. I and would hope. so that's my game plan is in, in two well, months to bring them back. If, if, there's a, if there's a chance for you to, to get a few uh, extras in reserve, that would be good. So that if something comes up, if they get finals or something like that they have to cram for and they really can't make it right you'll have one in reserve you can always pull out and and, and publish that way and then well what we're doing this right now is um we did one i i introduced the listeners on scene red i actually introduced um on scene red the movie madhouse so i put that in there and then last week was terry and i and we had a blast because we were talking about one of our, our favorite people, Kevin Smith. Terry's going to come back this week. We're going to close out that conversation. And then if I can will myself to do this, I actually plan on sitting down with my mom and just kind of pick her brain and, and find out, ask her the questions that she's been not wanting to answer for years. And I think maybe... You think we'll, she's going to do that on a podcast? I, I'm definitely going to try Whoa, you've got more balls than I have. Here. And if she gets pissy and, and kind of not wanting to talk about it, that to me makes a better podcast anyway. Well, I suppose so. I mean, there's a reason why she hasn't answered him in the past. I can't see that being on the podcast is going to make her answer him. Well, the, the amusing me. part is, is number one, I'm 36 years old, okay? I get that. I, I, know. I've, I, know. I've, I know how to do math. I can look at my parents' marriage certificate and my birth certificate and do the math. My and guess what, to, my folks? My brother used to do that same. My mom and dad weren't married when I was born. I'm sure they weren't. But but, but the funny were, thing is is he thought they weren't. For no, years. it it was significant. Um, like six months later, I was born significant, and that was one of the things. That, <laughs> and you weren't in an incubator. No. <laughs> so that says something yeah, right okay. there. But I, I want to say. Well, I know, and, but I mean, if there if there are questions that you have asked her in the past. And she's refused to answer them. You really think she's going to answer them on a podcast? I might, knowing I'm, that the world is listening. So I speak? might break out like margarita mix. Oh, big time! Yeah, I forget the mix. Just get the tequila. Never mind the mix. No, just go straight to the shots because that's what it's going to take. And, and then even then, I'm not sure. Does she get loose when she drinks? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, we still haven't done that show. I want to do that sometime. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Go yeah, ahead and I tell saw... the listeners what you're talking about. Oh, well, we've been we've been toying off and on with the idea of doing a how long does it take us to get shit-faced show. And I, uh, I even went so far as to uh, check online to see how much those breathalyzer things cost. And I almost bought one the other day when I was in getting, because uh, I took that Sudafed for my allergies. Uh-huh. And, you know, after I give them my my driver's license and my blood test and you know all that other crap you can you can't buy Sudafed anymore you know without oh i know without laying down your whole life in front because, of them because they think you're going to go make bombs with it or something no no it's, smack it's, no, it, no no it's uh, what is it called surzerp that's, that's, that's what you put on your pancakes <laughs> no surzerp is no seriously it's it's uh, cough medicine Sudafed and oh, stuff really? Oh, yeah. well, see, whatever the fuck it is, I don't even know what it is, so I'm not making it. But anyway, while I was waiting for the, the, the druggist to make sure that I was legit, 
um, I was looking around at stuff, and there was a breathalyzer thing there, but they wanted fifty-three fucking dollars for it. And I said, "You're Ouch. out of your mind! I yeah. don't care that much. I can just try to, I don't know, balance a pencil on my nose and know whether I'm done or not." I was going to say you could probably go to Amazon and get it for like fifteen bucks, yeah, twenty something. bucks. But in any case, it would be kind of fun to do that show. It would I, be. I agree. I, you know, and I, to what end? I don't know. Just till we get drunk, <laughs> and then see how long it takes to sober up. Because I have to drive home from here. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I, yeah, can, mom, I can see that now. Mom's gonna need some straight <laughs> shots, I would think. Quite a few of them before I, she's gonna loosen up. I'm gonna try to at least get two shows from her. You know, so two hours. Oh worth. shit! You think you're gonna actually get her to do it twice? She wants the podcast. She does, but does she know what you're gonna ask her? No. no. You think she'll do it the second time when she already knows what you're going to ask? Well, her? no. What I'm what I'm planning to do is do a two hour run and then cut it. I know what. Just get get her. Just give you answers and then edit in the questions later. No, that won't work. I'll have Lacey make some <laughs> weed brownies. Yeah, there you go. That might work. I don't know. Yeah, we probably would get her a loose tongue a lot faster than <laughs> alcohol. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's she'll just start to slur after a while. Let's jump okay. back on track. So anyway, we, we seriously veered off. <laughs> so seriously, we did. We veered big time. All right, well, we're it, done with the, the brown bag. Yes, and and thank you to everybody. Yes, that, all uh, the tweeters that tweeted. Yes, tweeters that tweeted. Uh, close enough. Whatever. Um, and every week we come in and we we always go and say goodbye to somebody that's passed away. And in this segment, we say goodbye. So this, when I read this, it just broke my heart. Today we say goodbye. Oh, that's why you said it would make me laugh. To the Aww. spoiled butler bulldog who died at the Aww. age of nine. Blue too. <laughs> Bless his heart. Nine, that's old for a dog. Yes. In doggy years, that's what, night sevens, or uh, let me think. Enrollment uh, and recruitment uh, actually go up, uh, so the tours are larger, uh, the visit days are larger, uh, so it's just uh, exciting and it's brought new energy to the campus. And this four-legged mascot can't help but help the university's cause. Talk about a deal sealer. Oh my goodness, he's absolutely phenomenal. Now at the elderly age of eight, almost nine, it'll be up to Blue 3, or Trip, to carry on the tradition. Is it going to be your show? Yeah, you're a good boy too. And now this uh, does continue on March 9th is when they're going to have that changing of the collars. That'll be at Hinkle Fierto Fieldhouse on Senior Day here. And, of course, not only that, if you've uh, read any of the tweets today between Butler uh, Blue 2, it's been going on and on about his retirement. They're going to host a birthday party slash retirement party on March 29th. And if you're already getting sad, don't worry. Blue 2 will still be around campus. And he says he's hoping hoping to accompany the basketball team to postseason all the way to the Final Four again this year as well. Cute. Yes. Very cute. <clears throat> and i seen that. And, I, I just and they like... have a, a, a blue three in the wings, it looks like. Oh, them. yes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So we say goodbye. Die to CHF. That's smoking will do that to you. <laughs> it's, a, it's that nine years of college life. Yeah. Too much party. You know party how and... rowdy those college <laughs> kids can be. Doggone it. Bless his heart. That's cute. So we say goodbye to blue two. Bye-bye, blue. All right, folks, we're going to change something up again. We're just yes. 
uh, just playing around here a little bit. Um, Sadie actually has something for us this week. Do I? Because every week we always look and see what's oh, in the new. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Every week we always look to see what anybody's done. Uh, you know, because the news is filled with such bad stories, we always look for something positive. And we call that the Helping Hand. Right. And this week's Helping Hand Award <laughs> goes to Jason Pennington. You all are going, Who, who? the hell? Who? <laughs> 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 okay, so usually it's for a celebrity who's done something cool. For one of us lowly peon types. Right, right, right. Okay, well, in this case, it's a lowly peon type who did something really cool for a celeb. And Jason is the man who pulled Dick Van Dyke from his burning car on the freeway, well, it was actually off the side of the freeway, and saved his life. And there, I don't know, did you go to the thing and get the video? There's a video of it. Oh, is there a video? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just Google um, Jason Pennington. Or guy who pulled Dick Van Dyke from the burning car. Practically anything like that. That's how I found it. Because I had to find his name. It was really kind of hard. I, w I felt badly for the guy who, for Jason, because I was trying to find out information about him. And almost without exception, every article was playing up the Dick Van Dyke part and very little in the way of the guy who saved his life. So, unfortunately, I don't have a whole lot to tell you about the man who saved Dick Van Dyke from his burning car. But, what is that? Is that it? No, that's a movie. No, oh, you, don't have, you don't have Google on, do you? We have a, we have a video. Uh, okay, okay, we have a video of the burning car. Okay, here we go. I noticed a guy in the car slumped over and I saw flames under the car so I pulled over. Myself and another guy or two came to the car, pulled him out, put him on the side. I came back to the car and then realized it was Mr. Dick Van Dyke. Started with a small flame and a lot of smoke turned into the whole car uh, catching on fire. Where's the fire
pictures that I saw on another website show it after the fact and show it just a totally black burned out shell. I mean, the, the car was just burnt to a crisp, actually. Um, and if this uh, gentleman and his friends had not happened on him. Now, what they were doing with taking videos at the same time, I don't know. Uh, that, okay. that is coincidence, yes. That's, hopefully, that's all it is, because I know they didn't start the fire or anything. Not trying to go there. I'm just saying. Um, it was amazing to me that they actually had video of the entire incident. Uh, and it was obvious at the beginning of the video that, that Mr. Van Dyke did not appear to be uh, getting himself out of the car no. for whatever reason. Uh, maybe he was overcome by smoke, or maybe he was just terribly frightened, or who knows what. Because well, nobody knows what they would do in a situation like that. Well, know? even him sitting there on the curb, he, he still seemed kind of he out of He was a little uh, confused. And again, you know, I've been in some dangerous situations like that. You have to, where... Uh, you know, you hope you're going to have your senses about you and do the right thing, but not always. That's not always going to happen. And and so fortunately, this gentleman, Jason, and his friends were there to uh, perform this rescue. And I, I know Mr. Van Dyke and his family are, are very grateful, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of us are, too, on account of we like him and we don't want him to go. Not that way, anyhow. Right. That's you know, That would be horrible. That's a nasty way to go. So to Jason, and I'm pretty sure I have the last name right. Um, if I don't, please forgive me, but I believe it was Pennington. Um, we say, good job, well done, thank you. And he's our this week's helping hand. Yeah. All right, now we're moving, we're actually moving quite quickly. We along. are doing well, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're being so disciplined for change. Now, the next topic I have, is, let's see, where do I want to jump to first? Just because I haven't said anything about this particular person. And when I said that, no, 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 no. No, it's, it's cool. It's okay. It, it, I, I'm Remember getting... what Larry said. I believe it was Larry said, let you rant. Well, so rant away. I know where you're going. Go there. It's okay. Actually, you probably don't. Know oh, well, I may not. Um, this week in the news, and when I came across it, I was like, what the hell? Our dear friend Kim Kardashian reveals, <laughs> "quote I want to play or I want to pose for Playboy again after the baby." Okay, how soon after? Okay, <laughs> this this is what it says. The new mama is embracing motherhood, but she also is looking forward to getting her signature hot bod back. Kim reveals that she wants to celebrate her post-pregnancy curves with another steamy Playboy shoot. And then it says, "What do you think she's of this?" Already done one. I guess so. Yes, but not but, being a frequenter of the Playboy mag anymore. I used to read it off and on, actually. But here's the but thing: it's mostly for the stories. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah. But it says after the it says you know another steamy Playboy shoot. Yeah. Then it says, uh, "What do you think of this idea?" They will. They're say? asking us. What we think? What we think. Well, okay. You want to know what I think? <laughs> Go for it. As I frequently have been known to say, if you've got it, flaunt it. But if you haven't, don't. <laughs> so if she's got her bod back after a baby, you know, uh, with her resources, I'm pretty sure she will eventually. 
then, and if she wants to bear all, tell all, go for it. I'd probably, you know, I'd probably do the same thing if I was built well enough. That's just me. You say what you think about it. Um, what I think is, is this is just a scheme for her to make money so she can help pay, uh, Kanye's $250,000 fine for attacking that photographer last week. Oh, well, I should... I you should remember think, that? Yeah, but I think he... Doesn't he have any money? Was he broke? Please. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he can cover that one himself. Uh, but, yeah, it's probably a money-making scheme. Oh, absolutely. But why not? I mean, isn't everything she does a money-making scheme? <clears throat> that, was a, that was a question. I expect an answer. And <laughs> no fear avoiding. Come on. No, no, no. I'm, you're gonna get an answer out of me, but I just want to uh, to, to throw this in before I give my actual oh, okay. answer. Oh, okay. It says Kim previously posed in a sexy shoot for Playboy in 2007. I didn't even know who she was in 2007. I didn't either. Before she was really famous, her manager or her excuse me, her momager, M O M A G E R, Chris Jenner. Gave her the green light for her shoot. Now, yeah, I'm taking off my glasses for this one, folks. He is, and he's rubbing his face in something close to, <laughs> oh my God, is the kind of a look on his face, but I'm not real sure what he's thinking yet. My, my, okay. All right, my official statement is this. I think that Everybody in the world has already seen Kim Kardashian's ass, bare ass. And at this point, I don't think anybody really gives a flying fuck to see if she's even nude. Because you got your videos, you got your pictures. Who gives a flying fuck about it? Well, I give, I'll give you that part. But see, now I'm among the, 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 the few unblessed who has not seen her ass covered, well, uncovered. For sure. Covered, I'm not sure. In a magazine, I've probably seen her. You know, to me, they all look alike. I mean, that's, <laughs> and, it, and that's not intended to be racist, but all the Kardashians, except for mom, look alike, because she has a short hair, so I know that's mom. All the rest of them, how many are there anyway? Oh, who knows? Yeah. So to me, they all look alike, you know, and they're all almost always pregnant. And so, I don't know. If, like I said, if she, if she can convince them to pay her buckage for her butt show, go for it. I'd do it in a heartbeat, but I haven't got an ass anybody <laughs> wants to look at. Trust me on this, okay? I haven't. Uh, and, and I think there are people who haven't seen, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I know there's probably a couple other people out there that haven't seen her ass. Uh, Terry hasn't seen her ass. Either in person or in a magazine. That could be debated. No, he just said he hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's not hes not fessing up to it anyway. So, um, I don't know. They want us to vote. If I vote, I don't care. Does that, is that a vote? Is, is there a yes, no, or I don't care? Or is what, what opportunities do we have vote-wise? You can make it whatever you want. No, no, no. I mean, do they ask? They don't. They don't had, say yes or no. They, they don't. Just, they, they just, just said, said what we let, think. Let them know what we think. Well, if you want to know what the fuck we think, you should be listening to our podcast because <laughs> we don't really care much about Kim Kardashian's ass and whether or not she shows it. 
Or any other part. Or any other part of Earth's anatomy. I guess she's got this thing, she's got like a rounded booty, and, and that's supposed to be a big deal right now. So maybe because of that, they want to show off, you know, I don't know. I got a rounded booty too, but nobody thinks it's cool, you know. Huh? Fat bottom girl. I'm fat bottom girl. Nobody wants to look at my ass. Trust me on this. You don't. There are things you just don't need to see about me, and that's totally one of them. You know, I mean, and 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 there's another example of somebody's ass I don't really ever want to have to look at again. Thank you for the setup. I was actually going that way. Yes, go there because now this was actually brought to my attention by uh, we're we're joined off mic with my wife Lacey, so you might not be able to hear. Um, But both you and Lacey brought this to my attention because I had no clue about this. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the Facebook picture of of uh, yes, yeah, yeah, and it the. The headline of this one is Robin Thicke, who is Alan Thicke's son. Yes. Um, he did a performance with, bless you, <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And the headline is Robin Thicke and Miley Cyrus twerk it out at the VMA. Well, wait a minute. What the fuck is twerk? Thank you. I was That was my question. I'm the old lady here. What is a twerk? I know what a twerp is. Is that anything like a twerp? I guess it's fucking with clothes on. <laughs> it could be. It could be because they're d- totally. He's got his. He's uh, bent over backwards, and, and he's, he's got, got and he's standing straight up. And his business he's, is kissing her ass. <laughs> he's he's straight up in probably more than one sense of the word. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what twerk means, and you can't Google it. Can you Google it and see? Maybe, maybe Google. No, oh, you don't have Google though. You got yeah, that yeah, Yahoo I have thing. Yeah. I Google, Google it and see uh, if if you get a a, defen- a definition out of twerk. Like I said, I know what a twerp is. How to twerk club dance moves? Okay, so that's what it is. It's that booty to hoo hoo dance that they okay, do. Okay, so it's it's okay. a it's a dance okay. type of dance. See, we're really showing our age now. When we see it's bad enough for me to say what's twerk, but when you say it, but David and I are. Yeah, you're old souls, but you're only 30-something years old. Makes you feel really old when you we know that... hang out with the young people. No shit. I mean, what is she? 19? Oh, no, I think she actually made it to 20, 21 now? Really? I don't know. I'm guessing. Okay, so the article says, Who knew Robin Thicke could twerk? The singer joined forces with Miley Cyrus with a special cameo from several dancers dressed as bears. What's with the tongue? I don't know. That's the... I could I could really get behind the whole thing if it wasn't for her tongue. I don't get what the tongue thing is about. Is is that supposed to look sexy? Well, just so happens. Maybe that turns on some people. We have time. a video. Let's let's. <laughs> I can do that too. <laughs> let's make. A... Okay, we're gonna see it in its full glory here. Oh my God! If you have children in the room, you might want to avert <laughs> their eyes. Because we're about to see twerking. If it loads. You know, talk about the generation gap. Jesus. Yeah. When when I was a child, <laughs> if you did anything like that, you'd get fucking arrested. Even if you did it with all your clothes on. 
Okay, so I present to you the twerking, twerking, oh, fuck it, the video. <laughs> Okay. Uh, times have changed, haven't they? Uh, what? I don't know what that's about. I find nothing about that to be sexually exciting to me. Okay. And, and it isn't that I can't get sexually excited anymore. Just because I'm fucking old, I can, okay? But that ain't getting it for me. No, the tongue... I'm sorry, but the tongue thing is ugly looking. It makes her look ugly. And what's with the knots on the top of her head like a devil? Fuck if I know. I mean, you know, and, and I mean, the bitch can't sing. I'm sorry, <laughs> but she can't fucking sing. It's like, it's like watching, uh, what's her face? Taylor Swift with uh-huh. tits. I mean, <laughs> she can't sing either. And as far as I know, she can't really move any better or worse than Miley Cyrus does. But, you know, I agree with her dad when he that picture that was posted on Facebook when he said I should have pulled out, man. I that was that was her dad. Well, well, it was his picture, and the statement said I should have pulled out. So, 
wherever that came from, I agree with that. Because well, that would have been a smooth move, X-Lax. Um, so, intermittently through the performance, they, they would cut to the audience. They'd cut to the audience. They'd yeah. To, the audience. to see what they thought about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Oh. And, incidentally... They were screaming and yelling. One would assume they, with joy. they cut to the celebrity section of the audience. Oh, okay. The ones that really count. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is what their response was. <laughs> he had his kids there? The Smiths, yes. And thank, if, if you haven't good, seen that... Thank goodness that those two children have that look on their faces. <laughs> because I, I feel encouraged by that, because obviously they don't think that's so great either. I mean, those those are not looks of appreciation to me. Um, is... Is that Mrs. Smith on the right there? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, she's got her hand over her face, probably because she's saying, are you fucking kidding me and doesn't want anybody to read her lips. I think that's what Will Smith is saying. Yeah, and, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm, I know I'm old, okay? I get that. And, but I'm not a prude. You know I'm not a prude. If, if, uh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> you could break it down to its simplest level. The first thing coming out of the teddy bear with the tongue out—that was no. And then, and then the playing with herself with the microphone, no. And then the the see-through whatever the hell plastic pant thing, no. Uh, booty button up against uh, Alan. Th- what the fuck is he going to do? Of course he's going to walk up to her. I mean, he can't walk away from her. He's, you know, he's on national whatever television, worldwide television. You gotta, gotta go along with the whole thing. Yes. So he's, he's letting it happen. I don't know. 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 It just doesn't seem right to me. What doesn't seem right <laughs> is that Justin Bieber is still in the headlines. <laughs> What doesn't seem right is that she's allowed to get away with that sort of behavior. I'm sorry, folks. What are we coming to? I know MTV Awards, everybody expects everybody to dress. Look, when J-Lo came with her dress cut down to her pubic hair, everybody went, Oh, my God, look, you can see this. And you can, you know, they thought that was a big deal. Right. That looks like she's ready to go to church compared to this. <laughs> Sorry, but there's a line, and I'm thinking she stepped over it. Oh yeah. I'm thinking it's gone beyond super sexy. If she wanted to go there, okay, go super sexy. But she, Gypsy Rose Lee didn't put on that kind of an act, and she was a stripper. Do you realize yeah, that? Yeah, I get you. She was the highest-paid stripper in the business. For a number of years. And she never showed half of that. To anybody. And she was a very sexy lady. So, I'm sorry Miley, but taking it off and waving it around isn't necessarily sexy. I agree. So there. (laughs) Jesus. It's okay. Because now, when I read this next... Well, okay, let let me give where credit's due. Okay, there is credit coming? Yes, there's oh, some credit. Good. I heard about this story through uh, one of our Jaisal podcasters, Yeah, Reaper Rick. He yeah. actually talked about it briefly on his news views and reviews this week. Yeah. Or last week, rather. Yeah. 
So I looked it up. Yeah. And when I seen the headline, it just made me happy. What's the headline? The headline is Justin Bieber <laughs> attacked during night out at a Toronto club. Oh, really? Somebody, and he said, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. It makes me shoot back to, what was that one email about uh, 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 our friend from Queens? Oh, Aaron. Aaron, yes, about, you know, gel bait. Is he, is he, oh, yeah, yeah, oh. Where he said, oh, about yeah, Beaver he said, being. wait, I can quote him. I've got it right here. Hang on. Here we go. He said, Aaron from Queens said, P.S., Justin Bieber is a talentless little douchebag who thinks he's gangster but is a punk who'd take it in the ass if he was jailbait. Yeah. And, and, now, and look and at that I, picture. And there he is, taking it in the ass. Well, no, he's not really taking it in the ass. But he sure doesn't look gangster there, does he? <laughs> he kind of looks like he's kind of scared. And maybe he should have been because somebody was hurting him or trying to. I don't know. I don't know. I think Miley needs <clears throat> to be in that category, too. Here we go. This is the article. <laughs> Oh, nose, Beesby. Be- well, how do you pronounce that? Bez? Beesby? Beesby. Okay. Let me try it again. Oh, oh nose, Beesby. Beesby. Fuck, I can't say it. <laughs> well, what's with the nose? How about just oh, no, Beesby? Well, I don't know why it says nose. Oh, nose, Beesby. Our little man was put in some serious danger during a night out in Toronto. Uh, Justin Bieber apparently stepped out for some innocent partying at a Canadian nightclub, but it soon turned into a hot mess when he left the VIP section to hang out with, and it says nobodies, but it's crossed out, regular party girlers. While mingling with the fans, a... Non-fan apparently entered the pick, went after him, got a hold of his shirt, and reportedly tried to tackle him. And our poor Beebsy was apparently only able to fire out some kicks and attempt to defend himself. Well, he's not a fighter. He's a lover. But someone up (laughs) above must be a serious Bieber fan. (laughs) Wait, I read that wrong. My mind's filling in the blanks. This isn't some of the best writing. But someone up above must be a serious... Beebler. Beebler, because seriously, our security quickly got to the man attacking the Beebs and pulled him off. He was then escorted out because you do not (laughs) mess with the Canadian prince. And go figure, the Beebs reportedly didn't even bother calling the cops on him, despite how often the cops were coming after him. Bieberlon. Bieberloni. Crisis averted again. Bieberoni. Bieberoni. Crisis averted again. Bieberoni? Is that what that says? I don't know. These people make up Bieber words. I don't know, but he got his ass kicked, and that makes me very happy. And you're happy about that, yes. I have no rant. I'm just like, (laughs) I know. You would... Would you do... No, you're not... You don't fight. You wouldn't. But if he came... If he came... If you were at a club and you were dancing with your wife... Right. And and 
what do they have? The the rich guys section and then the peon section is right. that what it was? Yeah. Okay, and then he came down with what would you do? Would you do anything? I mean, would I go attack him? No. Would you say anything? I might yell out that he was a douchebag or something. I can see myself doing that. But going. What if, to- what if what if Lacey wasn't there and you were just there with some guys? How many drinks do I have in me? Enough. <laughs> Enough. Enough. Quite possibly. Quite you might possibly. Get, you might get stupid. Yeah. And you'd feel better about that then. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Okay, I, I see it. I can see it. It's written all over your face. You'd like to hurt the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I don't, uh, personally, now, you know, this thing with Miley. Uh-huh. Okay, I gotta get back to that for a minute more. Uh, we I, finally I, found Sadie's Justin. Well, no, yeah, this thing is, like I said, Miley and Taylor Swift. Now, one thing I can say on Taylor's, to Taylor's credit. Okay. She can write good music. Okay, she's written a number of songs that have been done by other people. And I was gonna, uh, because I was actually thinking about we were going to talk about her, and I was thinking I should Google it and find out what songs she's written that other people have done. But she has written songs other people have done. She writes nice music, okay? Right. But her performance skills are... What's the word I want? Milk toast? Does that ring a bell? Do you know yes, what milk yes, toast yes. is? That's one. She is the whitest... <laughs> <laughs> most untalented performer I think I've ever laid eyes on. I don't get it. I know she has gotten awards up the hoo-ha. This woman has, and every time she gets best performer of the year, I'm going, are you fucking kidding? She's not the best one out there. Why does she get all, she must get really good head. That's all I can figure. Because <laughs> I don't understand why she's getting all these awards. For performing, if they if it was for songwriter, yeah, I could see it. But Christina Aguilera is a performer, okay. Cher is a performer. Uh, Miley Cyrus is a performer. <laughs> Taylor Swift, not so much. Okay, from here on out, I'm looking up Taylor Swift news. Yeah, you should do that because I can <laughs> rant on her forever. I. I totally don't get it. And as far as I'm concerned, she and Miley, we could live without. They could go now and join a nunnery, hie them off to a nunnery, as my dad used to say, and that would be great because then they could, you know, find whatever it is they're looking for because it ain't it yet. They haven't (laughs) found it. But, no, Taylor does write nice music. Okay, she really does. I won't take that away from her at all. I give her props up the hoo for her music writing skills. She should stay behind the camera and let somebody else do the performing. I my, get you. In my opinion. <laughs> all right, we're going to leave out on that happy note. <laughs> I think we're better. The baby's starting to run around the house making noise. All right, for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I'm Miss Sadie Burbank. So you heard what we think, and now you know. Peace out. See you tomorrow. Yo. Bye. <laughs> so? Never seizing. get on Sadie's bad side. Yeah, no kidding. What's your decision? Was she seizing or twerking? Yes. Yes, exactly.
See, you start with one and it becomes the other. Exactly. And it doesn't matter which you start with. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Okay, that was from September of 2013, just so we dated. Okay. There we go. Good dated. <laughs> Notarized and yes, signified and the whole bit. There you go. Okay. Well, that's what we've got for this episode. You got your bingo card all filled up? Got my bingo card filled out. I've all almost right. got nothing, so uh that's how I usually play bingo. Sure. Yes. Sure. Well, thank you very much everyone for joining us. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Yes. And that's all I got. <laughs> My brain's done. Wow. That, that's that, that's probably like the weakest ending. Uh, yeah, that's a nice get out. <laughs> For another week at Flashback Fridays, I'm Rob. I'm Mike. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>